Welcome back to another episode of Black Nerd Fridays. I'm your host, Ren, a.k.a. Blackbearded Nerd. I got my co-host with me, Kinky Suz, a.k.a. the queen of cosplay on a budget. On a budget. It's Black History Month. And y'all already know we love beer. So why not do something and pay a tribute to our brothers and sisters that are in the industry, that are making moves. So we got some special guests on tonight, man. We got some special, special guests here. We got one on already with us. My man Sizzle out of Ohio, out of uh, forgot the, the exact name of the brewery. Go ahead, give a shout out, bro. Yo, I'm coming at y'all, Crafted Culture Brewing Company, right here in yeah. Central Ohio on our Black History Move. We are the dream, baby. Like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just glad to be on here with my people, yo. I don't get to hang out with blurs too often. So, you know, <laughs> I'm here. That's for what's it. up, man. I appreciate that. I got my brother right here, Mac from out of Philly. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I don't know what just happened. All love. You already know. It's all love. What y'all drinking on? I already know what you're drinking on because, you know, you, you got an accidental batch over there. What you drinking on? Uh, So if I'm drinking, it's probably some black shit. So on my left, I got the Every Ghetto, Every City Stout from right here at Crafted Culture. Ooh. Right. I like the mm -hmm. name of that. Yeah, you know, it, that's where it's a table stout. So it should be able to go anywhere you go. It's supposed to travel well. The temperature's not supposed to really impact it. So every ghetto, every city, and suburban place I've been, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then on my right over here, I got my my little two fingers of Bamboo XO. You know what I'm saying? Two fingers. Shout out Smart to man. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Got that way. Forgive me if y'all get pops of music in the background. Our ladies love R and B party is going on in the front of the brewery right now. So Ooh, I'm at work. Right? Yeah, these DJs cutting up over here, yo. He got it crazy. Yeah, that's what's up. Now you already know what it is. Listen, Suz, what you drinking on? So you know, my beer fridge is empty. Mm, hmm. It's a bad thing, right? I know it's terrible. I know. I know. Don't don't judge me, you two. Don't don't do that. Um, but. I am at least representing a little bit with my culture glass. Okay. I had to go and get the, the get that on there, but I am drinking a little bit of wine. So it may not be as delicious as a nice stout, you know, or as, you know, refreshing as a, as a, you know, a nice little glass of cognac or whiskey, but it's, it's going to do its job. It's going to do its job. And Drew has finally joined. My man, Drew from Lip Coals. So sorry. Uh, look, he's Technical official, yo, at all times. Facts. Facts. At all times, that man is official. Hold on, y'all. I got to go grab something. I can't be drinking my IPA. I got to keep it 100. Hold up. He went and drink. Why can't you, yo? Like, that's 100. Look. <laughs> that's he's the Mac. Like, he's trying to feel like, Oh, go ahead. I feel like I need to go put this um, 2014 Black Ops in the fridge to to enjoy that with you guys um since Sis wants to be you know on the stouts <laughs> nah listen yo <laughs> yo there he is, yo. let me say this this is my brother from buffalo right here my man mac look we got two macs on right now that's my brother mac right here from buffalo he's a brewer at big dish brewing right here in the city so i had to bring my brother on because we don't we don't have them here. We don't have them here. This is the, this is the first and the only right now. Yeah. First and the only. Mac, yeah. this is my brother Drew right here over here in the middle. My brother Philly Mac over there. Yeah, my yeah. My brother Sizzle at the top, uh, I guess your right, left. And then my sis right there, Suds. 
Simmons. Nice to meet y'all. I met tonight. I met Mac and I met my boy right there from uh right next to me. Come on, uh, Drew. At, uh, Drew? Fresh Fest, not Fresh Fest at Barrel Flow last year. I met y'all. Uh, oh, I stopped at the merch table and I got a Mac shirt. I had to. Because of the name relevant to then my boy these like the last jackets he had, yo. Look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my boy hit me with the uh the lemongrass uh size on. Yes. Yeah. That's what's up. Drew froze up over there. I don't know what's going on. With uh, we re they remodeling, we remodeling the brewery right now. Uh everything getting upgraded. I'm gonna grab a beer real quick and then and then hit the break room. I'm gonna put but this our, in the our tap room right has been closed for renovation. Word, that's what's up. See if I can see. show y'all real quick. Oh, oh okay. Hold on. We got to. Ooh. Ooh. Black chocolate stout. Okay. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got to get oh, him see. to be. We're seeing some renovations over there. Okay. Yeah. He, he they renovating big time because that everything right there is chairs normally. You normally see all the chairs right there. Yeah. Show that. The there you go. That's yeah, downtown Buffalo y'all looking at right there. Grab, grab a beer and get up out of here. I can't even take y'all out in our joint right now. They, they, they right. Are, it's too, too <laughs> live right now. <laughs> it's way too live out there, yo. Oh, I think Drew's back. It's Drew back. I think he there is. Go. There he is. Yeah, God, drinking, drinking. My bad. Yeah, because yeah. you were like, froze for a while. I was like, oh, wait, I think he gone. Bust, bust that black ops out. There you go. I, I promised myself that I was not going to have a repeat. So, ah, just don't drink the rum. Don't drink the rum. But I got water. He got <laughs> water this time. Oh, hey, guess what? It's not January. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see you over there having a beer with that. This man said he was gonna put that beer in the in the fridge to chill it, and then he just said, "Fuck it." I mean, no, it you is gotta that at room temperature. Like you can get all the flavors out of that. Yeah, definitely. My, yo, this was sitting here for like 15 minutes before I even took a sip. That's what's up, and same thing yeah. here. This is coming straight off my basement floor, so basement you know at the bottom of the show. <laughs> and from the floor. Um, I really didn't want to open this one. I wanted to wait because I have a 2020 Black Ops, but that's Ooh. that's at my sister's crib. It, but is this it's, what we doing? Are we gonna drink rare shit tonight? Is that what we're doing? Let me know. That's not, that's not no, right. No, no, because no, we know what you I told you my beer fridge was empty, and you sitting up here pulling. I'm not. I'm mad. Don't do that to me. I, was, I can go rectify my situation. I can change change life right now, yo. <laughs> yo, that this man is the <laughs> You know yo. what? If you want to do that, I might as well go pull out my beer then. My Yo, hold on. Before you before y'all go forward, Sizzle, I want to I want to say something. I seen your video yesterday on your um the bio joint you had on your page. A word, dope. Yo, I'm talking about that whole joint. Just the message you had behind it. Everything. I was like, wow. Well, you That's, know, that, you that hit the, different. Why don't you share for the class? You know, because people who are watching, it's like, what was the message? That's um. So if you go to our website, www.craftedculturebrew.com, uh, there's a, a video on the front there. And it's funny because uh, my man Justin did that. Shout out to uh, Spare Time Recording. Like they came through just gratis. They just heard about us and wanted to shoot a video. 
kind of find out what this first black brewery in central Ohio was about. And I don't do like media shit very well sober. Right. <laughs> so I tied on a few to do the video. Right. Cause they were shooting for like a whole day so while we're shooting the video. Like it was like, this is more, it's bigger than beer was the whole thing we wanted to get people to understand in our first year. Right. Yeah. We're black people. We make beer, but this is bigger than that. Right. This is a, a pathway to entry into a career field that a lot of our kids don't know exist. This is, you know, uh, a sustainable means of providing for your family that if you grew up black, you were probably steered away from this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because in our past, you know, like when you think about beer, you think I think about the the veteran with the oily field jacket and the 40 on the corner. Right. But when I got into this industry, I didn't see that. So it's like, how do we rebrand beer to our people? So that this industry becomes approachable. And that's kind of what we got into. Like my kids love this shit. Like, so we talked a lot about that. And we did a real it was just a, a honest emotional moment that I spent with the cameraman. Yeah. Nice. That's what's up, man. I loved it. Like I said, that message was was pure. It straight up it hit here. It resonated. I got my other brother on here. Look. Sean, like we about to have we about to have a full on like type of thing, right. but <laughs> culture. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, I end up in a different corner of the I video every time. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep people in the same spot, but nah, I don't. To come it's on. exciting. Like, Let it move. <laughs> Let it move, yo. So Should listen. I be in the middle because I'm the only girl, though. I mean, maybe. <laughs> no, you good. You good right where you at? You good right where you at? So listen, does that everybody y'all want to give an introduction pretty much how you got into craft beer, what's been your experience, et cetera? And I'm gonna start with the hometown, my brother Mac. What's what's the story, bro? What's going on? So yeah, uh I started um basically when uh I first got into like craft beer. Um Thanks, Suds. It was Don't just worry. like being out at different places and seeing like, oh, okay, like it's different styles of beer. You know, my dad was like, just Miller High Life. That's it. At the barbecue, Miller High Life. The first beer I had was Miller High Life. And then, you know, it started with Blue Moon and then like Shock Top and stuff. So then I started getting into like all of these other different beers. I started going to festivals and um, going to like the festivals and seeing like it was different stuff. I started doing like brewery tours. And doing all of that. So a friend of mine that's a brewer here, he brews at uh, Thin Man. Shout it's out another, Thin Man. It's another brewery in Buffalo, New York. Um, he needed uh, some help with his Jeep. We were, we were in like the same Jeep Wrangler Club. So I went and helped him with a tire. And I was like, you know, I know you brew. And you know, you're, you're a brewer at, he was at the time he was at uh, Saddle Brew Pub. It's a ramen spot that we have that happens to have a brewery inside of it. So he let me borrow his equipment. He hooked me up. We had a couple of drinks that night. He put me on to some things. <clears throat> My friend Thomas, close friend of mine, that's like a brother. He linked me with um, Day in Pittsburgh for Fresh Fest the first year. I went and then I just saw like that it wasn't like a lot of black people involved in this, but they were like trying to get into the industry and stuff. So that like really drove me to like go harder. Yeah, what? The next year, um, the next year, I was able to collaborate with uh, Hop Farm Brewing Company in Pittsburgh. 
and we did a beer and then I just started just home brewing and doing stuff. I was able to do a pilot at work at Big Ditch and then that got pushed up and put in a production that was in stores and yeah, I didn't think I would be working at a brewery as soon as I did. That that was just like, I guess like, you know, speaking things into existence, but I ended up working at a brewery. I started, uh, it'll be two years in July. I started out in packaging and now I'm an assistant brewer. So it really was just like, just chasing it, like just asking questions, meeting people, talking to people, getting out there, all of that. Just, you know, staying on top of it, but really wanting to like create that voice in Buffalo because where where you are all from, it's like a lot of black voices and it's a lot of black people and you guys are doing it. But in Buffalo, I'm the only one doing it in Buffalo. I'm the only black brewer in Buffalo. Um, I'm like really like the only black person that works at a brewery on the brewing side. Like it's servers. Big facts. And, and bartenders. But as far as like brewing and having a beer in production, I'm the only black person that works on the the brewery production side and brewing side in Buffalo. So that really motivated me to like, keep going and, you know, link with all of you link with Ren, me and him talked. I brought him in. He came in one Saturday and I had him hostage in here. I was showing him everything. <laughs> got a, got no, a you know, he had me hostage. That was all love. Right. Got a couple margins in them and yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's my story. I love it. Okay. Well, that's what's up. We're gonna go. With, we're gonna go with Drew next. You gonna go with Drew? Yeah. In the beer. We got that Drew. nice background going on. We definitely oh, got to get Drew. There we go. He's like, hold it's on, let me finish. Drapes, man. You... Look at it. Look at it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I told you, just poured the African Queen in her seven seas. But with that, so um, you know, we're Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company. We're down here in Brandywine, Maryland. We're about thirty minutes south of DC. Um. Black owned husband and wife operation. My wife couldn't be one tonight, but you know, if there's a will, there's a way somebody's going to represent, right? Um, my background was distribution beer sales. So I used to work for a major beer distributor down here that pretty much ran DC and owned about 70% of the market. So you think of anything from the big name brands all the way down to the local crafts, um, and then even pushing, you know, the malt liquors and all that jazz, right? And I was the unicorn because prior to that, I used to, you know, bartend in college and all that stuff. And when they brought me on, they wanted me to work in hood and the off-premise accounts. And I was like, no, that, that's not my forte. That, that's not what I do. I'm your, I am your on-premise guy. I can make that happen, right? Hey, I see that plump base down there. Base but uh, <laughs> with that, um, with that, you know. It, it was very hard for me to, to get on the on-premise. And when I got on the on-premise, you know, um, I actually just tried to sink in and go with it and just not try to be like, oh, I'm the only black person that's doing it. I have a job to do and I got to go execute it and, and you know, hit my goals. And um, it was really hard because there are situations when you're in there, you hear things that's that's not, you know, really nice to hear when it comes to the aspect of, dealing with the corner stores and of uh in the hood and all that stuff and like they these reps would just make fun of it and you know you had to hold up to a standard and be like hey back the fuck up like that that's not real right and then um ended up leaving that distributor ended up signing with the evil empire reading between the lines and um you know they they really took the fun out of beer sales right because beer sales is legit fun you know selling beer on beer and going back and forth, but when it's numbers driven 
and it's about the the bottom line and the dollars and cents and can you produce more sales year over year it sucks the fun out of it and um i i just backed out of it i went back into bartending running beer bars um got on with world of beer and then from there uh got into a beer bar and i've always had a love and a passion for beer and you know COVID happened like i, I know how to drink beer i know how to sell it right um i've been cicerone since like 2014 and all that stuff and it came around to the point where um you know, I ended up losing my job because I was in, in the service industry and my wife was home and she said, you're annoying the fuck out of me. You need to find a hobby. Leave me the hell alone, right? And um, I, I did. I ended up picking up homebrewing and I was blessed. It's, it's almost like a divine intervention thing because um, there was this uh, lady, uh, her husband had passed due to cancer and he had a five-gallon uh, setup, keezer, curlic taps, you know, the creme de la creme when it comes to a homebrew setup. Um, and I told her who I was, what I wanted to do. Didn't have a name of a brewery, didn't have anything. Just had a dollar in a dream. And she's like, you know what? You remind me so much of my husband with the drive of wanting to be black and brewing beer. The majority of the stuff is spoken for, but take it all and take it all for free. Just, you know, press on and, and make it happen. And you know, during the pandemic, I'm home, I'm learning, I'm making mistakes, I'm going with it from there. Um, it got to the point where my wife really started getting involved because while I was, you know, in the distributorship, she was my girlfriend at the time, but she reaped the benefit of everything I was doing beer sales wise. So she really hopped, hopped on it. And, you know, like I wrote the recipe for the African queen in her seven seas, but every time I brewed it, it never came out right. And then she was like, get the hell out the way. Let me brew this. Let me put my stamp on it and go from there. And it's been working ever since. And we've, for us, liquid intrusion, two meanings, right? Um, one, it's about how porous water is to to create wort and turn to create beer. Two, we want to intrude on a market that is uh, underrepresented of African-Americans, people of color and women, right? Um, and from there, you know, it's all about the liquid. I don't who you are, where you're from, your background, your, your credit score, all that jazz. It's all about the liquid. And if we stay true to that mindset, y'all know what I'm about to say. Liquid always prevails. Always prevail. Yes. I love that. That's what's up. Talk That's what's shit. up. Max, Max, you up, baby. That's up. What's oh, up? Man. I know you got that. I ain't got that. that. No, you, <laughs> you're terrible you. with this, man. I'm I know. To. Thank you. Yeah, man. I, I apologize. I keep. I don't know what's going on. I keep getting kicked out. But no, nah, um, she's talking crap to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Mac, uh, Mac Bruin Co. Here in the beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, how did I get involved in brewing? Uh, I was the the craft beer drinker of my of my crew in college. Um, I. I Technically, I started drinking craft beer at around like mm, 16, 17, <laughs> uh, going to like uh, micro brew shops. And so, you know, that's where I started. So that my pilot um, began at uh, a spot called uh, Nodding Head. And one of my favorite beers are, are not on sale anywhere ever again. It's called Monkey Knife Fight. And that was like the greatest nice. beer I've ever had in my life. Uh, at least one of them. Did they, did they stop making it or they just not around? No, they went out of business. They uh, oh, wow. and, I, and when I say they went out of business, it wasn't like they wasn't making bread. I think the... the it just wasn't popular at the up. time. It was yeah. popping. It's just oh, it was downtown. 
Um, yeah. From what I understood, it used to be a Sam Adams, uh, like, little okay. spot. And then they brought it, and then they started doing it. And then downtown Philly is just, you know, yeah. it's always, like, just big money. So I guess the landlord just said, I'm about to do something else with it. And they were supposed to be finding something else. I don't know of them finding anything. But fast forward to uh, my college life. Um, I, I met this young lady. Uh, it was probably my junior year. And she was a, she had just graduated law school. Oh, no, you got to let them know where you went to college at, too. Come on now. <laughs> well, me Boy, and Drew went to college together. We where where we go? Uh, it's Black History Month. Went to a good, good we HBCU go. down there in Charlotte. Thank you. Dean Johnson C. Smith. The Johnson C. Smith University, uh, Johnson Crane Smith University, to be mm. exact. <laughs> um, and uh, this young lady was brewing in her apartment. And I like at, at that time, I was interested in brewing, but I wasn't aware of what I needed because you're thinking about like big spots and you're thinking about big fermenters and things of that nature. So you're not even, under, especially in the black community, you're not even under the impression that I can start home brewing and then transfer that to something else because we have no idea of this industry uh, or right. quote unquote, right. the certificates you can get from probably your local community college, but the certificates that you can get to, uh, to be a brewer. And what a lot of people don't realize is most people, not all, not to knocking anybody else, but most people in the brewing industry don't, have a, a, a brewer's certificate or they don't yeah. have brewery science on a bachelor's degree. My, I went to college for music business and technology. Yeah. <laughs> My first job out of college was with CBS radio. So um, I just like beer. So when I started brewing it, um, my goal was to create a beer because again, Fresh Fest wasn't around yet. Um, I didn't know that many uh, black people that indulged in craft beer i knew black people that drunk beer but not like good craft beer so mm. i i my whole thing was i thought i was on this like i was going to spearhead this this whole movement of getting black people into craft beer because i don't see them because i can only see as far as my eyes can go so <laughs> um i wanted all my friends to get involved so that's when i got into home brewing and uh, I went a very non-traditional route of getting it out there. I didn't join any like homebrew clubs or join any contests or anything like that. I literally had a bunch of friends that were complete, unadulterated, uh, because it's Black History Month, I'm not going to say the first word that comes to my mind, but unadulterated <laughs> good dudes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and... Um, they, they was down for the cause. They were yeah. down for the cause, but they didn't drink with me. So when I right. made mine, you know, they they yeah. smoked their weed, they they drunk their Hennessy, and they drunk their Bud Light. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I made this beer. They liked it, and I've been I've been running ever since. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm I like to call myself un unconditional. I mean, excuse me. Uh. I don't even know I'm drinking too much. So I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> unconventional. Unconventional. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. You I knew you was going to catch if, if, if I mess up in any words, I know Sean is going to fix it. Thank Shout you. out to Sean. Unconventional. I see. Okay, yeah. that's what you're trying to go for. Okay. Max. Okay. 
Look, he got the little taster. All right, so you know what he need to do? He need to get that water going because he already screwing well, up. I've been on. drinking the water. I've been, I've been <laughs> going, it's not helping. Clearly, it ain't helping. <laughs> I've been going mm. One, two, three. You That's water and beer. That, <laughs> Mac, don't even try <laughs> that, bro. Don't even do that. Like, listen, I'm ahead of the party. <laughs> yeah, don't even do that. All right, so we yeah, gotta get, we gotta get my man Sean up next. Sean, let's get you. Let's get your story. Oh, they need help. You know, man, I listen, I ain't saying nothing until there we go. Man tell me where where to get that hat and that sweatshirt, brother. I need to know. <laughs> I need to know because that joint is wait. Fire, I think you can only bro. listen, you can only get it if you got a beard, I think. Honestly, I, Look, mean, I got a little bit. I don't got the got beard. buffalo man. beard or the Philly no. beard, but I got a beard listen, though. <laughs> this my wife got this made for me, but the sweater was courtesy of her. That was all her. Look, what you I mean, can... her? That was, her. She made it, she made it. Your wife made it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Man, yes. Mrs. Blackbeard and Nerd needs to start selling them things. So that's she does sell. She actually right. listen, she, she, she does. She we're gonna, we gonna talk, we're gonna talk off camera. We're gonna talk yeah. behind the I know she got the glassware. I'm not talking about I want that sweatshirt. It, she does that. That's what I'm yeah. telling you. We're gonna talk. You got you know, a girl. Need a link. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, look, hey, look, Dr. Denise, you can't be talking about the, the beard game, man. <laughs> Hey look, you said Mac and Ren, right? The Buffalo and the Philly beer game is like they're they're elite. They're very nah, elite. not me. Stop I'm it. Born and raised here. <laughs> he said, listen, got the Phoenix Seagulls. <laughs> right, right. Hey, yeah. Straight up the truth, man. Um, but yeah, what are we doing? Intros? I'm yeah. uh I'm Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been paying attention, but I don't really like, you know, I ooh, ooh and all that. I don't like talking about myself. It's weird, like, for me. Can you do uh, it? Elevate yourself. Tell your story. Nah, man. we had this yeah, conversation, Sean. Talk yeah. your shit. Talk your shit. Hey, bro. Yeah, don't don't be know. too humble. Let it fly. True. You already know, bro. It's our month. You already Ohio, know. you know I was really inebriated, so I don't remember nothing. No excuses, no run it back yeah. like an athlete. Pull out your highlights, son. Hey, Fuck there we go. Shit. Okay, um, Get that highlight hey, straight <laughs> up, man. come on. <laughs> I'm Sean Taylor, I am the co founder, co owner, and chief visionary officer for Black Viking Bruin. Uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, which is Montgomery, Montgomery County is Maryland's most populous county, over a million people. Uh, Montgomery County, Maryland's first and only Black-owned beer company. We launched back in October. Drew oh, pulled wow. up. My man Mac pulled up. Um, on that night when we launched, we sold 43 cases of beer. Ooh. We kicked a half a keg in about 50 minutes. Mm. Um, you know, since then we're in 23 different accounts. Nice. We're picking up accounts uh almost on a like a daily basis for real. Um, and things are just moving, man. You know, uh on our on our cans. Well, our flagship beer is our, our Zynga beer, which is a ginger golden air uh air, ginger golden ale, five and a half percent, very smooth, very drinkable, very versatile. Um, and on our cans it says cheers to the culture. We all know what the culture is. You know what I'm saying? It's not just yeah. a, a word that folks throw out there. It's right. a living, breathing, tangible thing that we're all a part of. So when you hear people talk about the cookout, you know, when you hear about uh, uh, people talking mm. about, you know, certain things in the potato salad, that's the culture. You know what I'm mm. saying? You know, yes. we, 
we know what mm. time it is, you know. Okay. Um, and so that's what we on, man. We uh we are one of the 75 or 80 black owned beer companies in the country, one of like six or seven throughout the DMV. Um, shout out to, to my, my my brother Drew. They doing big things at Libco. He he's an authentic dude, show mad love from the beginning, pull up and all that. Um, we do Black Viking TV every Thursday at seven o'clock on IG Live. Yes. Uh, a couple of y'all have been on it. Most of y'all have actually been on on, yeah. except for my man in the middle. I'm sorry I didn't catch your name, partner, but everybody else has been Who on. in the middle? Me? I'm in the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're in the middle. You're in the, mid- in the middle. Buffalo Mac. Yeah. Okay. Buffalo Buff- Mac. So we got Buffalo Mac and we got Philly got Mac. Philly so we got yeah. Philly Mac and Griselda Mac. Right, yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. I man. knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Ren knew, knew that was coming it, for yeah. sure. Um, and so, yeah, no, we, I need, um, not to uh, not not cut you short, Ren. You gotta link me everybody except for uh, I got my boy Liquid and I got Philly Mac, but link me everybody else. Uh, got you. Social media, so I can keep up with them. Yeah. Say less. Of course, of course, of course. And uh, you know, I'm gonna follow you as well, brother. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, one of like six or seven black owned breweries slash beer companies in the DMV. Um, we putting some things together, man. We've been blessed, very fortunate to, to be in some great rooms. Um, that's given us access to some different things. And, um, you know, I'm just a fan. I'm a fan of, of everybody that I know on here. I'm, a, I'm, I'm re- like truly a fan of the work that y'all are doing, the products that y'all are putting out, the, the, the grind that y'all are on. Um, and I told somebody earlier during the meeting, I'm like, I really feel like we are the foremothers and the forefathers of a, of a beer revolution. You know Not what I'm saying? And so like, for real, we really paving the way, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's getting licenses, um, or getting into different spots and sharing that information. I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to be a part of this and, um, we're going to keep this thing moving. Like we, we not going to stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not going, no matter what obstacles are in front of us, we're not going to stop. Um, and then uh, just to, to kind of wrap it up, shout out to, to my brother, Rem, because me and my business partner had called him a couple of weeks ago. We need to help with some, you know, we need a, a third party mediator. You know what I'm saying? And he's so cool about I don't it. know what you're he, talking about. Look, he's going to keep saying that. He's going to keep saying that, right? Because like, that's him. <laughs> that because that's him he a humble dude right he a humble dude but he's strong you know what i'm saying so he gave some great feedback some great input and helped us to move forward with what we're doing you know yeah. and just on a side note 75 of the cases ren are, are pre-sold already 75 percent. you know i mean i'm just saying so and, and that's where light works you know what i'm saying so yeah. i like is that type of energy and that type of um just collaborative spirit Absolutely. that is really pushing this thing forward. You know what I'm saying? Like we doing something very special right now. Um, and I said, I was going to wrap up, but last thing this summer, I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be traveling a lot mm. We're working on special projects. So I'm going to, I'm going to be seeing a lot of y'all. You don't Come even to know Buffalo. yet. Come to Listen, Buffalo, <laughs> I'm going to be seeing, I'm going to be seeing a lot of y'all. I'm going to just say it like that. Yeah. Right. And I can't, I can't wait because I'm inspired. So that means you're coming to the West coast too then, huh? Oh yeah, no, I'm coming throughout the whole traveling the whole country. We're working on something real special right now, right? But I can't speak to it too much. I'm gonna just yeah, don't don't do that. Thing. Don't break that NDA. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> don't do that. So I'm gonna just say, but like I said, I'm inspired by y'all. I really am. I'm inspired by everybody that's putting their blood, sweat, and tears into this movement, making great beer, influencing great beer, really just 
just throwing themselves into the beer game. Um, and I just I appreciate y'all tremendously. I'm, I'm happy to be here. And, uh, you know, cheers to the culture. Yeah, had me. That's what's up. Appreciate that. And listen, before we get back to Sizzle, because Sizzle, you ain't getting off. You got to get back into it. I'm going to say this. Y'all got a, a Wakanda going on in Maryland. I've been peeping, y'all. Y'all got a Wakanda Bro, going on yeah. over there. I've been peeping yeah. all the moves y'all been doing. It's going down. So don't don't try to play that lightly. I love it. I love the movement. I love the progression. Keep doing Yo, what hey, you're doing. Hey, the real DMV quick, though, Red. Yeah, the DMV Collective is strong. But, like, so I'm going to just say this real quick. And, I, you know, pardon me if I'm speaking out of turn or, or divulging too much. But, like, we we've had our our challenges right as far as because when you're trying to bring people together everybody got their own idea of what they want to do you know they they own individuals they own companies or whatever and i've had issues with certain people in the dmv collective not not i don't even want to say issues like we had disagreements you know what i'm saying we didn't agree on certain stuff but we were able to talk about it in a respectful way and then move forward and that made me have respect for certain folks even more. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh yeah, I understand you know what? this. You know what? That that piece, and I think because Ren and I have talked about this a lot on our yeah. on our on this show, and then All also the just offline, like severe, <laughs> heavily offline. And I think that's a big thing that we talk about. Of course, when, you know, you need someone. You like when you need to talk about certain types of issues, right? Because this is the thing. Like we we were in a space, like you said, where it's not that many of us, but there are. Right on the surface, you would think there isn't, but there's a large movement of us that's in the space, right? But when we're watching each other move through these different channels, you know, you may see something a person does that you're like, I, I might want to pull your coattail a little bit about, right? But right. I think doing it, like you said, in a respectful way, I think adds a bit of class to it, right? Like you're like, listen, we may not agree, but we should be able to come to the table and talk to each other as equals to kind of hash this type of stuff out, right? So this is something that I think, but then again, at the same time, there is that fine line of how do I call people out on stuff when I see that you are not going according to brand, according to culture, right? That is something that I think is an extra layer that we as black people in this industry, we as black people in the world have to always tote. I mean, I'm in the corporate space, right? So there's always an added layer to that that I always have to, you know, kind of think about. But I do think that that is something that we have to hold each other accountable. But like you said, we got to keep each other, we got to keep it respectful. We have to. Absolutely. And just, and Dr. Denise, real quick, I'm sorry to to jump back in. (laughs) You know, you know, that's what I'm gonna call you, right? So I I guess the reason why I brought that up is to say, it is to to not to to be spilling tea or be full of drama. Like y'all didn't know me. No, I I don't even be on that type of stuff for real. But to say these challenges will come up. It's like any relationship, you know what I'm saying? And so we have to be mindful that like, yeah, the challenges are going to come up, but as long as we're, we're, all moving in the same direction, right? And there's that that accountability, like you said, Dr. Denise, like then we can get through this because the worst thing is will be for us to say, you know what, you going this way, I'm going this way. So we just gonna go opposite ways. But it's like yeah. now nah, we gotta stay together, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And and know like we gotta anticipate that these challenges are going to arise. And Drew knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like again, like, um, we 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 decided that we're gonna continue to push this thing forward because again, we're really setting the foundation. We like yeah. the 49ers. We send the foundation for generations to come. That's real talk right there. Yeah. And but this yeah, beer is amazing. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't take yeah, commanders because you know why. Hey, hey, see, see, <laughs> look, all right, all right, I'm out. I'm out. 
I'm well, off. All right. That's so what we're doing. Let, let me yeah, let chime in. Let me, uh, real let me quick, chime in behind because I, because like, I, uh, I want to keep talking with y'all. I had to squeeze this in on break because obviously I'm still at the brewery. But um, I got to wrap up production for the day. But all of us have to stay in touch. That's that's a major key. I'm cutting it short yeah. with y'all tonight, but I know Ren will give me an opportunity to talk with y'all again another time. Yeah. But we all have to yeah, stay in touch. But then yeah. um, help each other. I don't really want to say like weak points, but help each other with um, areas that we haven't explored yet. So the like we, we're all doing different things at different levels for Black people and for the Black brewing community. And any way I can help y'all, I have no problem helping y'all. I hold a lot of weight where I'm at. And I'm in Buffalo. That's a fact. But I, I have a lot of permission to go ahead with a lot of things. Um, I'm decorated where I'm at. I've proven, you know, a lot of things. So like, if you need help with stuff, if you need information with stuff, like. Love it. See, that that right there says a lot. They're trying to kick him out because he's dropping gems. Exactly. We, we got too much <laughs> sneaking on right Before we know what it is, they're watching. Uh-oh, uh-oh, Mac, what you got to Mac, say? Mac, you still here? Go ahead, because we still got to get Sizzle give his his introduction. Yeah, oh, hold on, hold on. Let, let Max Sizzle, finish before, we, before he get off. I, are you good? Oh, people, like, Sizzle, I, I was speaking out of turn. I my apologies. I will continue. Yeah, let, let him finish before he get off. We on here for a minute. We ain't rushing. Yeah, yo, I'll give I'll give Mac the mic any day, bro. Like talk. Yeah, about you no, you, you got, got permission. Go. You, well, got you got permission. Hold on, Mac. Mac, hold on. I just wanted to chime in with John with the. Oh, all right, never mind, never mind. Oh. We still all here? Right. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, here we go. I just oh, wanted yeah. to chime in behind Sean real quick on that on that aspect because, like, you know, you see the brothers and sisters out in Chicago doing it, right? Fact. And we're trying to do it in the DMV as well, too. And it's something that has to happen across the country. And then also, you know, like, Dr. D, you hit me up on a text and I have not replied back to you, so I apologize about that. But there's see, a lot I, of people. See, I wasn't even going to air the dirty laundry. You know what I'm saying? I was just thinking, like, oh, okay. So I see you could be right. on here, but, but you can't respond. But, but I can't talk. I can't talk, though. The, the, the biggest thing is, like, you know, even though I'm trying to, you know, produce a, a dream of Libco and all that stuff, I got a full time job. And, you know, and like, oh, I got hit with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, we, we got, I'm in HVAC sales and we just got hit with um, trying to provide filters for three counties for uh, public schools to make sure that they're COVID free and all that jazz. And it, it's a big strain. And it's like this whole juggling thing that we all know that we deal with. Like Sizzle, you are in depth with, you know, Craft and Culture Ohio. Like that's the bread and butter. But like, you know, Sean, I know you got a daytime job and then at the nighttime there's Black Viking and it's like, you know, it, it, it gets tough in this thing. And maybe I'm just, this is just me because I did a dry January and I'm such a lush now because I, I haven't drank in like Go ahead, El Varner. your shit, yo. Get a Ooh. refill. I love it. Hey, and I want to say this too, by the way. The, the review coming next week. I ain't going to say which one, but your review coming next week, Drew. Okay. I appreciate you, brother. Oh, anytime, anytime. So like, we're going to let Sizzle get his introduction. Oh, we then we about to just let it fly after that. We have to. We got to at that point. Then that's Yo. when everything comes off at that point. I ain't shit, Joe. Um. <laughs> no, 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 no. Start, no, no. Start over. I'm you, real. You, you I'm know, real. Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Listen, listen. I'm 12 years old. I just get better at that shit every year. I'm well, still on the uh, huffy, trying to grab a fago, some mambas, and a bag of grippos while I ride fago. down the street. So, listen. Like, 
Detroit they girl over here. Ain't shit right. right. changed over here, right? Trail. Like, I still can't grow a beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what we fucking working with right now. But um, I'm Sizzle. I'm the founder and CEO of Crafted Culture Brewing Company, Central Ohio's first black-owned brewery. Um, so we just out here, you know. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just wanted to like create this life where I grew up in the hood, and then I had an opportunity to get educated in the suburbs, right? So like, I wanted to create a space where both of those worlds could come together. Because I used to jokingly say, like, I'm not black. You know what I'm saying? I'm gray. You know what I'm saying? I got, like, just enough white in me to not be as black as you, but enough black in me to not be white enough to fuck with y'all. Right? Mm. Uh, I mean... That's mm. the thing. Like, that, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, that was, <laughs> that was <laughs> life I was living for a minute, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. It's, it's what it was. Um... But I um I got into this industry because I drink, you know, like <laughs> that's just what it was. I um I quit actually uh working for a, a, a restaurant. I was managing their marketing in the in the bar um at a restaurant and I just felt like I hit the ceiling. Ooh. Like they weren't, you know what I'm saying? I, my GM hired me at 18 years old, right? I left for 12 years, came back and he was still there. He was a black dude. So I was like, wait a minute, you've been in that spot for that long in the most successful store in this franchisee's catalog. And somebody got promoted over you to handle the district when he expanded. Mm. So when I became a manager there, I was like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that that man has gone through a paradigm shift strong enough mm. to pay me what I'm worth or promote me to a position I'm worthy of. So I was like, I got to get out. Um, I was like, but I'm gonna get into this beer life. You know, I'm gonna sell this beer. I applied at 17 different breweries right here in central Ohio. At the time we had 53 breweries here. I applied 17 of them. And the ones that called me back told me I didn't have enough experience. And I was like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? This is beer, my guy. It's not hard. They already drinking it. Right. But I was like, all right, cool. I don't have enough experience. My homeboy was like, yo, I'll hire you. You got to give me time, though, because my sales team isn't, I don't have enough space for you on the team right now. I was like, I can buy my time for a little bit. My man's hit me up, and he was like, look, they forced me to hire a female as a diversity hire. I was like, I'm not mad at that. Well, yep, I, I feel you. I know where you're going, because I was like, this ain't diverse. <laughs> but no. she had a complexion for protection, so she got the job. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. I'm not mm. mad at her. Not mad at it, not mad at her. You see what I'm saying? Um, no. So he called me back like a week later. He was like, look, man, my delivery driver got a DUI. He said, can you deliver beer until I can put you on the team as a salesperson? I was like, yeah, watch me work. You know what I'm saying? Then that I get money joint came out, you know, all my life I had to grind and hustle, had to work like COVID just to shine like Russell. I made that shit my fucking theme song. Okay. And I did that, right? I was grinding like Kobe. I was pulling up on accounts, dropping beer off and selling extra beer in at the same time. Damn. So, yeah. So then I went. Hey, talk your talk, brother. I told you, talk dog. Talk like, right you, now. Yeah, 
<laughs> talk it right now. Talk yeah. I'm listening, bro. So I pulled up on a little a small chain grocery store we got here in Ohio called Lucky's Market. Right? And Drew probably knows like these small chains, they don't do a lot of beer, you know what I'm saying? But they do beer, but they don't do a lot of beer. Yeah. I pulled up on Lucky's Market. I dropped off like four cases of beer and I walked around the store. They was hella busy. So I merchandised it for them. That's hella. We're not supposed to do that, but I did it just to help yeah. them out. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking, I was like, I ran to the buyer. I was like, yo, you got mad empty profit centers here. People don't even buy beer over here because you got so many holes on the shelf. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, they're going to walk over. They Just looking over here, they say there's no, no beer I want because they had a beer. And they walk away. And she was like, yeah, our beer sales are down. I said, well, how about this? Let me plug the holes in here. Mm. She's like, what? I was like, just let me plug the holes. You already and got value. And value. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you got dead practice in there. Let me just blow a little air in that shit and see if it gives life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Real estate. And so what happened? What happened with that? So thousand dollars worth of cases of beer. Nice. Now, when you yeah. think that the cases are only like, you know what I'm saying, 30, 35, you know what I'm saying, dollars at a time, that's fucking crazy when you do that math, right? Now, now here, here's my thing. Here's my question for you, because people always like to talk about impact, right? Mm-hmm. How much of an increase in sales did you get for them, though? Uh, so mm. at that point in time, here's what happened. They had never seen a sale that large go into that account. I logged know. the sale, right? And then yeah. I got a call, not even 10 minutes later, right? My homeboy, who is the the, the, the sales manager, called me. He's like, are you kidding me? This is not a mistake. I was like, it's not a mistake. It's not. He said, okay, man, fuck that. Like, when you get back, you're a salesperson. I'm you not are. fucking <laughs> shit anymore. Okay. Okay, so he right? moved you into the right space. Okay. All right. See, that yeah. was my big question. Yeah. He gave I, you the I'm, corner, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bro. This one thing. I'm going to say this one thing. <laughs> when right. you sat there and said, hey, when he said to you, hey, can you fill in for this guy that got a DUI? My biggest thing with this is this. Coming from corporate and coming from academics, the biggest thing I've seen is that a lot of times they will put people into these categories <laughs> and not give them where they actually need to be. Right? They're like, well, I'll get you here until this. They promise you this and they never transition you. You get what I'm saying? So for, for me, this is why I'm asking you these questions. Oh, yeah. You did all this. You showed that impact. Did they move you into the right space so that you can grow, so that you can continue to have an impact? Mm-hmm. And not only I that, learn option. stuff for yourself. I did not give space for an option. I mm. was like, tell, like, yo, when was the last mm. time you had a $1,000 sale into an account this size? From and an eight said, ball to a half. That's right. <laughs> last time you seen a thousand dollar sale with no. There you go. There you go. So he did it, and that Friday in the sales meeting, like obviously, you know, we 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 started some fires. That's what we did. But um, Get some people off. You know, they like all, everybody was arguing. I said, "Hey, I got an idea. I'm a football dude, yo. If you want to gain yards, run where they ain't, and ain't nobody selling beer." On the east side, so just give there me the east know. side, yo. Like, yeah, we rock with my people. They was like, yo, black people don't drink beer. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just huh. grew up in all the white people. That was literally my, my response. It was like, do black people really drink that much beer? I said, yes. I just sold more of it than the white people. So let's try it. <laughs> do you know what? But see, here's the thing: you are bringing up something else that's really big. It's these assumptions it that they have about us as a people. They think about the fact that we don't have the money that we don't have the taste, right? That we don't have the interest. And like I said, in my industry with with with, with science, they think that we don't want to be there. Same thing they're saying about beer, same thing they're saying about art, same thing they're saying about fashion. But we know that that's not the case. 
We are in every single space that there is. But the biggest thing is that they, since they don't look at us, we are underserved. They don't see us as an asset. That's the biggest thing. And I'm, I'm sorry. I just want to call it out. Best, yo. When you see out. us, see us. Thank you. But they can't, though. So They, they can't. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, so well, if they to, can't to see the vision, then they out of focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they don't care to, but here's the thing. But here's the thing: they don't care to because they haven't been held accountable. To exactly. You go. Exactly. This is, this we is, we as a group, we as a group, we have the capabilities, the financial capabilities, we have the intellect. All of that is there. Okay. But the thing is, is that we as a people have to do better to hold these other crown, these other areas accountable. But even when we do. This whole idea about do you get a seat at the table or do you create your own? I say you do both. Yes. Okay, because you right, shouldn't yeah. from these spaces, but at the same time, we should have our own. And that's yep. the biggest thing is that we have to we demonstrate. Are, right? We've got to demonstrate that. We've got to demonstrate our assets. We've got to demonstrate the impact. Just saying. I'm going right. to get in that right. bag with y'all. Right? A, a quick example, like in, in the distributor life, right? Like top brand you know, they had a running joke that, you know, the off-premise in the hood, they would call it the near-premise because the clientele would drink the beer near the premise. And that was just a running joke that was okay here in, in D.C. And it's like, yo, like, how dare you say something like that? You know what I mean? Like, you have these, you know, deprived souls that are actually, you know, that may have issues when it comes to alcohol and stuff like that, and you prey on that. And that's something that, you know, we as as breweries, right, we have to make sure that we are making sure that our clientele are drinking responsibly. And that, that's a very big thing. But there's also other breweries, bigger breweries, they don't give a rat's ass about that. No, they don't. And this is that's the why thing. I want to put 40s in the suburbs. But this is what I'm saying. They wouldn't know what to do with them. They wouldn't know what to do with them. You already know that. We want it. But here's the thing about that, right? When you think about 40s, everybody thinks about a certain demographic and a certain type of thing. It is viewed in a very negative light, right? And the thing Only is when that a black it's person has it. But here, right. it's, it's, I have never seen it marketed to another type of group. You get what Are I'm you saying? Kidding me? And on top and of that, I, it was Edward 40 Hands at every frat no, no, party. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> but, but you, but here's the thing. We know that Edward 40 Hands happens, right? But do you ever see that in any type of media? No. Do you all, anytime they show well, any type of media with 40s, we know for a fact what they're things. trying to go for. That's indirect, yep. it's indirect well, media. Like, I know what you're saying, college right? kids, everybody, look, everybody knows college kids drink, everybody knows this stuff, right? But the thing is, is that you will never see it viewed as a bad thing, like things that are associated with us. Is always viewed as lower class, right, of lower value. And that is a problem that I have with that because, and then they also think that, well, you guys only drink this. So you're not going to be willing to try this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, do you understand the type of financial impact that we have as a group? You get what I'm saying? Like, if we stop buying beer, we stop buying cognac, if we stop buying Hennessy, like all these things, do you understand the type of financial impact that we could have? And people, well, yeah. people like to diminish that. They like to diminish our value. They do, because but at the same time, they know we're not gonna hold to that. That's the problem. We was just having me and my wife were just having this conversation earlier about that. We talk about it all the time. We're good at saying something, but are we really about it? So, an example what was that two years ago when when they were supposed to be protested for our Breonna Taylor's thing, and it, whoever LeBron James, the Lakers. After that first game, the boys got back on the court. Why? We know why, because, oh, I got to get money. I have to uh, pay for this person, that person. Where is the sacrifice? We've had this conversation before. 
What are you and willing to sacrifice for the greater good of all of us? To, That's what it comes down to. To to, to go into that, to, to piggyback off of that, what I what I wanted to say, um, I wanted to give Sizzle his shine uh to introduce himself because all of these brothers on well they're you know in the L shape and on my left on my left hand side of my screen, um, I call all of these dudes. Uh you know, I've called Sean numerous times to 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 have conversations that I I choose not to have on live streams. Um, I have no problem doing it. I have no problem doing it. When you see me, it can be smoke if you want it, but I'm I'm trying to be a changed man. And um, well, why though? Here's my question, but why do you want to be a changed man? Because by fuck that code switch, bro. He has a business. And he has By to run his these conversations in, in a live space that is hey, uh, uh, vilifying our movement. Thank you. And hey, nah, first off, people within our movement that, um, and I, and excuse me, I apologize, Dr. D, I've had these conversations with you. I was gonna say, I mean, we and you know me, I'm coming from I've a had, I've had these conversations in a collective and. It's it. That's why I love what we are doing. Yes, it is a Harlem Renaissance because I, I believe I put out a tweet I like that. Yes, I, like I that. know every. I know almost every black brewer in the industry. That Facts. Is, Facts. Yeah. But you, know, but, a, yeah. but you know what? But you know what's crazy about that though? You know what's really crazy about that? When you think about the number of black-owned breweries, and this is why you guys are so important. Right, because a lot of you, when you were dropping your titles, talked about how your co-founders, your CEOs of these companies, right? When you think about it in the grand scheme of things in the beer industry, there's not that many that own, that are in that leadership position. And so when you say, Mac, Philly Mac, that you know all the black brewers, that to me says one of, one of two things, almost, but it says one of two things, that one, that collective is smaller than what it needs to be. Yeah, there's but not two, enough. That, but at the same time, too, that our culture is very tight knit because the fact is, is. is that you can have just because you're black doesn't mean you're going to be the same. Right. And we know that. We know that. OK, you, you know, when the diaspora you is diverse. People, the diaspora is, is diverse. But you, but what I'm getting at is this. Just because you're black doesn't mean that you're going to be a part or for the culture. But what I'm getting at is this, is that that tells me that we need to increase the representation because it should come yes. to a point where you're like, I don't know all the black brewers, but I know how many of are course, out there. You but, get what I'm saying? Of course, but the thing is, it all fit in my phone book. The right, point that but, I was trying to make was um, because, you know, and I had this conversation with Drew offline, it's because, for one, I know it's a lot more black brewers out there, but exactly. because whatever their system is or however they're brewing, they don't believe they have the chops to do what, right. what, what we're Talk doing to them, Mac. In, this, in, yes. in the grand scheme of things. Um, it's, it's not that difficult and you have no idea what you can do and what you can bring to this game. Um, right. At the end of the day, like, I make a joke saying eight balls and squirrels all I'm I'm, <laughs> right. I'm I'm having a joke, but I'm really being real like this. I, I come to this this game with that mentality, bro. You know what I'm saying? These these smaller low-level brands that I will not name are multi-million dollar companies and they sell trash. You see what I'm saying? Oh, when, oh, when you're, you're bringing up and, something, yo. 
when you're like, we, we in the we in the fishbowl with a group of racial profiteers. You see what Facts. I'm saying? And you when, you try to, when you try to put people on the game, and then you got, you <laughs> don't got do that, John. Don't do that tonight, dog. Bro, because you, you be dropping them jewels, dog. Trying to sell us motherfucking wolf tickets, telling us right. it's raining and they pissing on our heads. Like, bro, this shit, this, this shit got to stop. But and you know what? You know what? We accept it. A lot of times we accept it. But we accept it because we're not in positions of power. Wait, no, 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 no. I gotta stop you on that because here's my Please thing. Do. Some Break of us down. are. Some of us are. Who? It's Who just, is? I I can tell you right now how we yeah. did it. Here's we, the thing. I'll give you. I'll give you an example outside of beer. I'm currently in clinical in big pharma, right? And I'm helping to build out global clinical trials. Now, when you think about that, when you think about a clinical trial, how many of us do you think are actually represented in a clinical trial? Like on, like on a percentage, how much? Yeah, probably about ten percent. Less than that. that. But what I'm getting at is that we're less than that, right? And here I am in a position to try and change that. But you have people who are in these positions who don't do anything about it. Why? Because they're like, hey, I'm in this space. I need to protect. I I agree. I agree. But what I'm saying though. And and I'm and not to, to to cut you off, Doctor Denise, but what I'm saying is I have I had interviews. I like you know I'm gonna keep saying that, right? I, I have that. had conversations. Our our state capital was Annapolis. I've had conversations with politicians in Annapolis to say, "Yo, y'all keep talking about diversity. You want to increase diversity, but you're just talking. You're not actually doing anything. You're making it more difficult for me and my folks to." Get into the game. The barriers to entry is incredible. What do I do to follow? I'm a dog. So I'm well, 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 what I'm saying is what I'm saying is I gotta get hold on, hold on. Let me finish up real quick, my brother. Real quick. The folks said to me, Oh yeah, you know, I said if this is the issue, then what is everybody else doing? They said, Well, we just talked to Drew from Libco. Do you know him? I said, That's my people, right? This, oh, you you know him like that. I say, that's my people. I call him right now, right? I said, what are y'all actually doing to help him? Don't tell me about it's cool that he's trying to do X, Y, and What are you doing to tangibly help him? And the the, the response was like that right there. Mm, Crickets, yeah. right? So no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. It's facts, oh, oh, wait, facts wait, right, Drew? Before I say my part, before my favorite part, Sizzle, did you hey, want Lee, something you to say? I saw like both you and Drew wanted to add I'm something. Over real quick. Right at my piece. So I'll, I'll, I'll pop in. I'll pop in real quick. So so to two two instances. So with what Sean is saying is 100% factual, and that's why the DMV collective is necessary, right? Right. But then on the Wakanda. flip side, on the flip <laughs> side, Wakanda. You know, Wakanda. Um, I want to put a pin in that. Actually Sean, starting, I want to say something the about The state that. is actually starting okay. to recognize that, hey, you know, black brewers is a thing in our state, and we need to actually, you know, put up or shut up. But Facts. then to negate to, to negate that, like, I want to give a, you know, powers to sizzle who, who's above me. Um, you know, this man has his black owned brewery in Ohio, and, you know, dare I say, red oh, state. Oh, we got an extra. <laughs> We gotta let Drew finish. Hold on, let Drew finish. Let me finish. But yo, the thing with with Sizzle, because like 
I pulled up on him because I took a road trip to Ohio and he was my pit stop. And I said, Hey, my wife is showing up. We're going to you know, take pictures. We're going to drink, drink your liquid and go from there. And we did that. But it was very dope because it was a total vibe in there. And he's in central Ohio and he's brewing his liquid. And then on the same aspect, he's carrying spirits and wine that is black owned. And he is number 10 in the state of Ohio doing that. And he's pumping Man, his Hold up. We're going we to get some corrections. It's a, a couple brands he was number 10 for, but we top 10 in every black owned brand available in our state. Talk your talk, brother. Yeah. Talk your talk. But, but that's like, that that I want to bring up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm Go sorry, ahead, Trent, and I apologize. Because with that, and I'm sorry, Sizzle, that, that I, I muffed it a little bit, but I'm glad. No, you didn't. You, it was a couple of them. You know, things happened you know. since you came through. Hey, you're right. You're right. I got to come back. But with that, we get you know, better by the beer around here. It's, it's, it's better education for his clientele when someone comes in there and says, hey, I want, you know, the more typical known cognac of Hennessy. It was like, yo, we don't sell that here because that's not black owned. We selling black owned shit here. And like he told customers that like the customer next beside me wanted like a Hennessy and Coke. Like, yeah, we don't sell Hennessy, but I got this conjure up here that's owned by a black man, you know, ludicrous bridges and all that stuff. And it was like, I was like, yo, I'm like, this dude's about to go far, very far and very fast. <laughs> yo. Because that's the, that's the only time I've seen that across the country, right? You don't even see that here in D.C. I'm going to tell you but, about that. Before, we Sizzle, before you at. do that, before you do that. That's why so many brands, at least for myself, I refuse to to bring clientele to people that don't fuck with us. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? So when it comes to uh, that's regardless uh, of race, right? Just saying. Huh? Just said that's regardless of race, right? Because you have some. You know. Some of us that don't fuck with us, all skin. Hey, that's what I'm simple. trying to. Thank hey, you, Rich, hey, for saying that. Yeah. That's right. Again. You know, I talk to my shit. You know what I'm saying? If you feel inclined that I have said or spoke of you in an indirectly way, please approach me when you see me. Because <laughs> now I already told you he wants to smoke in the streets anyway. And you feel right. like I'm to smoke. You, I honestly, <laughs> truly don't fuck with you. It's all about they the liquid. Said you know that you got to be odd to be number one. Mm. That's just facts. That's so, it. crafted culture will never look like any other brewery. You know, this is Malik. Malik one of my lead bartenders. He's my assistant. Up, Malik? Malik. That's my guy. Yes. We do it up That's here, right? Where you, that, where you see that brewer with blue braids? I mean, but listen, I never where, 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 where you I ain't never seen one, right? I ain't never seen one. Before you get into before you get into it, where do you get the shirts from, though? Yo, so we do it all in house over here, right? Like, if okay, y'all need shirts, need though, like get with me. We'll we'll make sure y'all get shirts. You know what I'm saying? Please, yeah, please that's, do. That's actually, oh, that's last year's design. We got new Ooh. stuff on the regular. That's like y'all cool. saw the We Are the Dream hoodie. It don't matter. Then we got the We Are Black History joints popping off because Yo. I need that for this month. I need February, that. We are the first Black-owned brewery in Central Ohio, and we did our first soft open February first. Grand opening was February 27th. So we partying all month long. This is different Ooh. for us. Yo. Yo, these Ooh, conditions we was talking about. Oh, right oh. Here, yo. oh my God. I wish hey, hey, Sizzle. Remember when I went up, when I, when I was there and I asked you, I was like, what are the top three things that you're proud of? Can you name that real quick? Because that was dope. Like that, that, that stuck to my heart. 
Yo, like, <laughs> oh, my man, you know what? Locations. That's funny that you asked that question yeah, 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 you know, because that changes for me on a regular basis, right? Okay, so what is it currently talk, then? If we talk today, right? Pride point number one uh, is when my PL came out in January, okay? Yeah, like talking to now. Wait, kids. now listen. You're going to have the to explain. profit and loss statement that you there have you to go. have as a business. Understanding what you did. Um, not only were our profits good, but um, our gross revenue was. Yeah, we opened up during COVID. Okay. Yes. yes. We had we opened we did like 14 days in the month of February that we were actually open. Not even the full month. No days in January. Okay. When my end of year gross revenue dropped. I was within arm's reach of a quarter, of a half a million dollars, and I don't sell food. Ugh. Right? That's so all liquid, yo. So, but here's the best part. You know, we say beer to change over here, yo. Mm. Right? Hey, oh, hey, man. I need that. I need that. Hey, can, can, hey, real talk. Can you get that? Can you get that to me next week? Can you get that to me next week? Can you get that? No, no, seriously. We all need that. Don't put that jacket on me next week. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me just say one thing. Because First of you, off, I got Sizzle. this. Because of you. Hold on, Sizzle, you need to get us a hat. Everybody that's on here, get us a hat. Listen. A hat. And, and Mac, Mac, seriously, with, with this with this hat, or with this jacket. It's a hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That jacket. Oh, look, look, at, look, look at you about hey, to spin on it. Hold on, hold on. I need to know, Matt, let it be known to everyone who's going to watch this later. How how, how did they get that jacket? Hey, hey. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to give you a Hoodie yellow. Hoodie yellow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mac, how did they get that jacket? Explain to them All how right. they can get that jacket. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm keep it a beam, man. That jacket, um, I'm I'm probably not gonna release that color again until my brick and mortar opens up. Um, Bruh. but by barrel and flow, I I am expecting to have um my whole my whole thing is to I want to like like my man Sean says it's about the culture and it's about being able to engulf in that culture. I I was in middle okay. school, high school when. It was it was cool to rock the hardware classics and right, you know, right. jerseys <laughs> right. and things of that nature. I am a sneaker ahead. Um, yes. so I am all about home jerseys, yes. away jerseys, and yes. then you know, you know, your little mixer that the that, you okay. know they, that they do. So the next one is Yo, probably going to be. This man is not lying though. He's a real sneakerhead. He has a set yeah. of Jordans for driving, yo. Now hold on. He's just yeah. driving. Yeah. Yeah. driving He had driving Jays in his car. Listen, hold on, hold on. No, well, that was my walking around not the 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 hotel. Wait, I continue. I will have to mute all of y'all. Hold on. Well, I need the hat though. I, I need the hat. Hold on, hold on. You you know what that is, right? Weaver, Fawn Weaver. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to mute y'all because y'all are not listening to me. Go ahead, Doctor Stubbs. Opportunity to ask. See, I muted all of y'all. Okay, now I'm gonna ask the question. Now, Drew, you're the only one who's unmuted. 
Okay. Drew, tell me about your jacket. How do people get right, the jacket so, if, if it's available? Because these other fools are not listening. I muted them. Go ahead. <laughs> so new merch. So this is something new. And this is me also paying homage to uh to Mac because he's on this side, right? So like yes, he is. That, that satin me, jacket, that second satin jacket that he did Unmute is dope. Me. When 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 he went to um when he came down for uh Sean's this side when he came down to Sean's uh uh, yes. Released in Montgomery County. And yes. in my mind, I was like, all right, well, we, we had our logo, but we was doing designs and all that stuff. And I was like, yo, every time Mac puts on that jacket, he commands the room, right? And he can be hey, he can be hey. seen, he can be seen across the room across no matter room. what. Yeah, the colors the and the fact of how it looks. Exactly, exactly. And I said, you unmute me now. You unmuted. You were unmuted. unmuted. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you but, right now. But, we come for that jacket. Wait. Hold on, Drew. Go ahead. Go ahead, Drew. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, so for me, my thing was like, all right, it's very big marketing, and you can see with our labels of our cans and all that stuff. It's a thing. So I wanted to make sure that we had clothing that we stood out in the room as well too, not to overshadow Why Mac or anybody. Do that? Like, all right, if Why Mac do you is, want to do that? If Mac, if Mac is, is is in the corner, I'm in the other corner, and guess what? You can spot us both in the fucking room. But well, there, check the, but check the northeast corner. Crap the culture the question, jacket where next time you, you see me in person. Where can you get the so, jacket? This jacket right here is a prototype only between me and my wife. Um, we will produce more. Um, we outsource all of our clothing. So, so if, hats, I you, shirts, if I send everything. you something, could you oh. could you send me one? Oh, yeah. Do it. Oh, yeah. But we consider what, what, what I, submitted. I want to sure, do, on the hold subject. On, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You sure? What I do I want to know. say is that um, <laughs> yeah. all of our clothing is outsourced by a black woman business yeah, right here in the GMB. <laughs> Screw so, I want to know if I can get it. You know we got your back like with Cairo Practics. Look. He is on board with us. Um, he likes <laughs> the fact that we're a black-owned brewery because he's never done clothing for a black-owned brewery. And really? as far as okay. hats, clothing, the hoodies and stuff that, that you see me wearing does it all. And we're going to have an everlasting relationship with them as well, too. Because that's the so biggest thing black, about us. It's as a black Wolf business Club. that you partner with that you're saying it's making your jackets and hoodies and all that. I don't know. Nice. Now, Mac, is your company also black owned that you partnered to make your I got my hand up. I got my hand up. Hold on. Mac, is your company also black owned? You're working with us making your jackets and shirts and all that? Or are you went with another source? Listen. I, that's what I was trying to talk about. I know before Sean in here. I didn't, I didn't even do commercial brewing yet because I couldn't do it with a black owned company. So okay. if it ain't black owned, it ain't it ain't even it ain't even happening Perfect. with me, bro. I I'm love not, it. That's all I need to know. Drew, all right, now, now Sean, here's your opportunity. Black Viking, here's your opportunity to say what you gotta say. Go on. Man, you like the principal, Dr. Denise. You you hitting people <laughs> with the ruler, man. <laughs> Our shirts are black owned, like made by black owned folks, right? Okay. But what I'm saying is for my man Craft the Culture, yo, I need that hat because in two Help weeks, and listen, no, but listen, but listen, listen, because this is very important. Y'all think I'm Listen, and Linda, Drew, listen, I need that hat too. Nicholas Vermillion for, for Sean right now. That, that, that that's that plum basil. The, yeah. Hey, that plum. Hey, yeah. first of all, that plum basil was hitting. That Jones was torch. 
as the folks say in D.C. Listen, in two weeks, we are going back on Fox 5 D.C. to promote our big, our new release for the stout that I was telling you about, right? And so we got, but look, this this is what I'm saying. This is why I said it's important. We got our shirts, right? No problem. But I was about to order a hat from Crowns and Hops, right, to go with, you know, all over the Baldini, right? So I got the Crowns and Hops. Hops hat and the black Viking shirt, but if oh, Crafty Kosher got shaved, hey, but look, look, that's different though. You like yeah, Fred, you, you got classy shit. You good, right? Bro. Right. I'm I'm just bald. Right. I'm bald. So I gotta make Too sure I do push up there so I'm not bald and fat. You said what? Too much testosterone. That's what that means. Oh, is that what that means? means you can have too much. You can have too much. You can lose your hair here. out here paying to get some, and you can have too much. First off, I'm really mad at mad at Mac for this soft flex. He put the jacket on, and he buttoned that motherfucker up. Wait, yeah, that Jones job fresh. Wait, wait, that Jones job fresh. Y'all ain't peeped though. Y'all ain't peeped. Hold on. Oh, I seen that too, but Drew, I need that. I saw that. We were talking about it. Sizzle, Sizzle, I need the hat too. Go see our brothers. I need the hat. You wanted to support Crowns and Hops, right? With the hat, right? Right. So the thing is, we got shirts, right? We got a hey, you job. Mm. Okay, okay, oh, I see okay. what you did there. Okay. Flexing. That's, 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 that's PhD. That's yeah, PhD stuff right there. Yeah. So my point is, we got shirts, right? We got black Viking shirts with King Cross on the left chest, right? But we, we don't have hats. Shirt? Can we get we, that shirt? You you can get that shirt, but we don't I have a hat yet because my he does have that shirt, right? So my man, wait, wait, he, so Ren got the shirt, but I don't. No, well, I got well, it. Philly, well, Matt, well, yeah, Ren does have the shirt. Ren do and Matt, right Drew, next here, time we. Time? Let huh? me ask this question. Mute you again. Again. I didn't get it. I was on your show. Why didn't you tell me about it? Well, so so real quick though, real I, quick. I drove down. And got he no, did no, drive you down. Fine. You fine, Mac. I'm talking about Ren. Ren is up in Buffalo and he got the shirt. So I want to know how So you remember I said that Ren helped us settle. That's a real question. Why did you reach over like you could actually tap Matt? Like, it was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you got two brothers She's here. Like, it's okay, baby. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me. Hold on. Let me get to I this. Shut up. Ren like as a mediator. Okay, I get it. That's cool. Yeah, that's the real question here tonight. <laughs> to help you. But that's cool. I get it. But you don't even give me a shirt. Need you. you don't even let me know. Hey, can you buy this shirt to support me? Like I don't. I got you. I got. I, listen, I know you got that bread because you got that PhD right. level. I got you. I'm gonna send it to you. But but listen, crafted culture. We need a hat because I love crowns and hubs. I love Tio and Benny. But we want to. Ro- I want to rock that hat on Fox Five. Right. He didn't. He didn't jump that? He did that I heard it. So it's funny you said that though, right? Yeah, I was very hit some of y'all up, right? Um, I'll pay for it. Nigga. I'm not going to ask for free. I'll pay for it. Thank ain't, no, ain't no sweat. We, we, we good on that, right? Look, we, look, we look. Good and Sean's doing good because he's dropping an N-word over and over. Yeah. No, you got that joint going. I'm with my peoples. I'm with my peoples. You with family. Listen, he said February last year. February last year, we had the Bloomberg quick take. I appeared on Bloomberg Quick Take. What's then that? They did 
uh, a short bio on it, like a little four minute bio on it. Okay. I know what Bloomberg is. I know what Bloomberg is, but what's Bloomberg quick take? I don't know what Bloomberg quick take is. I mean, I know that, but is it online? Is it on TV? Like, what is it? Yeah, it's online. The quick take is online. Okay, got you. I know right. what Bloomberg is. Stop playing with me. I got you. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to share it with y'all. Like, yo, these motherfuckers. You know right? Yeah, share it so we can so yeah. we can share I got it too. Y'all. I'm gonna Listen, hit y'all on Twitter with these. Share it, but unlike what he did, producer, unlike what he did with that T-shirt. Is that what we doing? Is that, is that what we're doing? Come on, what are we doing, Denise? <laughs> Doctor Denise, be on she said, "I'm trying to tap motherfuckers to the internet on some ghost ass shit." Look, <laughs> hey man, she's from Detroit, bro. I, I wouldn't play with her. I'm Detroit. Hey, okay. People quick. think I'm from LA. I'm like, no, I'm from Detroit. Okay. Let's so you, so you know, really uh, about that life. I used to let him know, son. She's out a while. But no, yeah, all seriousness, real quick, a, a major shout out to my brother, Sean, and the shirt that he's wearing as a part of the DMV Collective. That's the right. Crew movement. Yeah, they are right. our liaison. Y'all got shirts? That's representing. <laughs> Like it's a husband and wife opera. Oh my god! Yo. Wait a minute, they got shirts. It. Another shirt. Yeah, you don't know about? No, no, that's I bought the, that's this. I bought this. Right. I bought this. But I that, bought that's this. Black group movement. Make sure you follow them on all social media handles and all Facts. that stuff. We are the liaison for the DMV Collective. They they pretty much help us and make sure that the, that the communication is transparent between all the DMV. Black on reason. Excuse so, me. I, I want. I want to say one thing. That's what. That's really what I wanted to talk about because that's that's the part. Um, all jokes aside, that's the part that we're not talking about. Being as though, like you know, me being in Pennsylvania, it's only three black owned breweries. You see what right. I'm saying? Right. So that's uh, that you know, it's only three black owned breweries, and I'm cool. I'm I'm extremely like like tight with one of them. I haven't really had the opportunity to really mush well with the other. And that's why I call these folks right here, because, you know, to have this collective, to have that DMB collective and it's only two hours away, I know it's possible. And how I'm already, I've been following since 2019, just to be, just so we clear. Yeah. They've been around. I'm on CPT, my guy. I got here late. So, <laughs> like, when, when you're when you're thinking about it, as I said before, it's like I know for a fact I could have been in 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 a lot of different stores. I've had a lot of different commercial breweries hit me up when I was even smaller, um, to to produce, uh, uh as my man Drew would say, to produce my liquid. Um, <laughs> love it. And I and I and I can't do it because. Liquid intrusion. Y'all, y'all are coming. It's a all lot about more, especially with the with, with Black History Month. Um, it's a lot more brewers now. That's breweries that are reaching out to Black-owned breweries. Facts, to, because they they don't know how to. Uh, yeah. As my man Wiz Khalifa said on the Taylor, uh, Poltergeist mixtape, it's like major major uh, labels. They know how to monopolize the the million dollar investment they know how to get that money and keep it going they don't know how to cultivate facts that the, the art of it they know our sales have been our sales have been great this month but you know what that grassroots movement here's my here's my question here's my question for you mac you say they don't know how to cultivate but has there been any push for them to need to learn how to thank you well, how say, you gonna push them though 
How you gonna push and, them and, and you don't have access and, to and them? Hear, hear me, hear me when I say this because that's what I was saying when they were talking about how you know the NBA had had a uh, 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 protester for for um excuse me we've been drinking Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor, and then they right. stopped because I know a lot of other breweries that have come out. I have been called to come join in 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 a, in, in a commercial brew situation because they couldn't get what they wanted out of the deal. Facts. So you thought you was going to bring me, bro. Facts. Bro, again, I mean, undervalued. I'm college educated, but at the end of the day, that KD, that three point five still cost thirty five to forty dollars. But a listen, but see, here's the like, thing. But, here, but here's the thing. You here's the thing. We talk about value, right? But you also have standards. You have set your line in the in the sand. For what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. Twenty five cents an ounce, bro. But here's my you thing. Mean. But here's my thing. People, larger companies are not used to people like you. A lot of people will see a larger brand and will say, "Here's my opportunity to jump on that bandwagon and be on there, like Ren's yep. doing." But here's my thing, Mac. You had set a standard for yourself and you've stuck to it. A lot of people don't. They set a boundary, but they're willing to bend it. Can I give y'all one real quick about this culture on that same note about black people in this in this space? That's what I mean, because they don't know how to to, to incorporate more black dollars. Yeah, they know right. they got a oh. few black dollars, but they I'm gonna hop on that, Mac. So now you got yeah, yeah. I gotta hop on yeah, that. Scissor, right. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna hop in after you. Go oh, ahead, I'm gonna hop on that, right? Y'all going after here. I start talking to folks. I say every black consumer should be a cyclist. You should take your dollar and cycle it through every black-owned business that you can find. But every black-owned business that stands up, that erects, should be a siphon. You should find ways to pull money into your community out of other demographics, right? So that's a big thing we do around here. I, it's a joke, but I say our brewery gets blacker as the sun goes down, right? Because all day, <laughs> like, uh, we be in this joint and turn in the, fuck in the suburbs the suburbs come out they be here for the ohio hour where everything made in the state of ohio is for, is four dollars they here for that all day every day right but right now if i walk out there here's what's crazy my brewery is 60 percent women on a friday night Fact. and it's all and it's like 97 percent black Fact. right so they starting to get the vision right we did this for a whole year so starting February 1st of this year, we a few days into this, I laid out a challenge to every Black-owned bar and restaurant in my city. We called it the Black Bar Initiative, right? I challenged them to diversify the offering on their bar. I'm a brewery. Liquor people should have never looked at me, right? Because bars and restaurants should have been the ones. So we challenged every bar and restaurant to pick four Black-owned brands, put them on their shelf, and try to outsell us in those brands. And we did it. Everyone participating gets an invitation to what we call Friendsgiving for the culture. So in November, we all gonna come together and we gonna break bread. Y'all talking about building tables. The table already built. We waiting to set that motherfucking now. You're a because legend. All, in lives, bro. I got the distributor support. Legend. I got the supplier support. Thanks, Drew. You know what I'm saying? We was like, yo, run it. We don't distribute our beer. So I don't benefit from nobody else doing this. Right? But we said that to everyone outside of this initiative, it's going to be a community effort, right? We're going to talk our shit amongst ourselves 
to like give off the competition aspect of this thing. So, Yo, but the thing is, real quick, and Drew, just real quick, you was in the gifted and talented class. I could tell you was in the GT class. Who, Drew? No, you, my Not dude. at all, my guy. Hey, listen, you said you was in the hood, but you went to schools with white people, right? Yes. So you was GT. <laughs> the suburb, which is white people, which is an enclave. To say it because we didn't want to say what we wanted to say today. But, which is an enclave for white people, right? So you yeah. mean like playing golf? You mean like playing golf? Like, like. I mean, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I so, just golf every now and then. I go curling from time to time. So that's curling, what I'm saying, though. Ski club, you know. But, that, club but, that, but that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. It, you, you a visionary. So it took somebody that was exceptional, gifted and talented, with a vision. To do Man. all this, right? Man. You saying oh. nah, but look, if that was the case, if it was nah, then there would be more of you. No, I am oh, ignorance on fire, my guy. I don't always know what I'm okay. doing, but I'm constantly excited mm. to do some shit. No, but that I'm trying to tell you that's some exceptional stuff because look, the 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 fact that there's nine thousand breweries and there's less than eighty black owned breweries, right, is a problem. The bigger problem, in my opinion, is the fact that in 2010, there were 3,500 breweries, right? So mm. in a span yeah. of 12 years, they built 5,500 breweries, yeah, right? And we still only less than 80. That's the real but you know, problem. But does that surprise you, though? Like, here's my thing. No, it doesn't, no, about, it doesn't surprise me. But when you I'm think saying, about black ownership, when you think about any of that stuff, right? Should like I say it, Mac? You get what I'm Go saying? Like, Should I say it today? Businesses like it doesn't surprise me. Go ahead, go ahead, sis. All right, cool. We're gonna do it, yo. We different, man. We we mad different, right? That's my point. I wasn't in this. I was never in the gifted and talented class. I was barely ever even in class, yo. All right. That don't mean you wasn't in the gifted and talented class. The fact that you was raised in the hood and then you went to school with white people means you was gifted and talented. You just chose. I had athletic ability that they did not have in a in a class. Come on, because man. They, you play on me up. right now. Because I was in the gifted and talented class. No. I know Let how that goes. Let me say what oh. you're trying to say. What oh, you're no. trying to say is we have a natural affinity to do what it is that we do. Period. Infinity. There's nobody else that can do what we do. I don't care whether Facts. it's cooking, dancing, fashion, Facts. music. That is us. That's what you're trying to say. And there is no lesson or education on it. It's inherently Facts. in us. Period. Facts. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me give Sean his his period in the spotlight because he's been. What you gotta say? Yes. Go ahead. Say what you got. Go ahead. Say what you gotta say. I want to. I want to give you the spotlight, man. You talking to me? Yeah. You you don't see anything. Hold on. My whole point though, crafting, was that you are an exceptional dude. This ain't me gassing you up, right? You're an except. I can tell by the way that you speak and your your hunger for knowledge and your cultural capital that you're an exceptional dude. That everybody friend. on here is an exceptional person. Doctor Denise literally has a PhD, right? So what I'm saying is, Sizzle the, the, like, wait, what? <laughs> like literally has a PhD, right? Like somebody asked me, I know what's up. Somebody asked me about Denise earlier. They was like, "Yo, what's up with Kinky Suds?" I was like, "I don't, I ain't talked to her in a minute." So I'm glad I'm on. I'm, I'm glad I'm on on the on the uh, the tube stream or whatever this journey is, right? So my whole point being is, is you gotta be a, like for us, we gotta be exceptional in order to hit these these different benchmarks, right? And so, what? what's that? 
You know what? I'm I'm a I'm a cut in here. Do you know what the thing that gets me? What I love to see is how we're starting to get into the business part of things. Of but I think course. the biggest thing that's still missing, and this is the thing I always push for, is that we need to have more black investors. Because as far as I'm concerned, as much as we try to hustle to get the money, whether it's yeah. through sales, whether it's through funding, whether it's through investors, venture capitalists, angel investors, having someone that looks like you who cuts that check means so much more than all you our investors are black. Well, here's my thing: having to shuck and jive, right? Shuck and jive for investors that don't look like you, and to yeah, me, that is got me fucked up. I ain't. I don't like the dance. He lean with it, rock with it. Listen, go ahead, here's, man. Here's my thing. But here's my thing: you guys are missing. You guys are actively looking for. But here's my thing: you guys are actively looking for black investors. You guys have partnered with black with black owned businesses to get your T-shirts, to do your distribution, right. to do anything, marketing, to do your social media. But the biggest thing is right. And you even have black investors. But how many of us have that opportunity to connect with individuals like that? The fact that it's a small pool of black investors to begin with, but that's the biggest thing. I'm like, we need to increase that because when you're on the other side of that table and you are the one who dictates the money, that speaks. No, no, it doesn't. But look, look, I see hands up. I see hands up. Look, I'm sorry. I'm going to be quiet after this. I'm going to be quiet after this. No, our, investors, our investors are black, right? They How got, many? They're How millionaires. Many? Three investors are multi-millionaires, right? Okay. What I'm saying you, is you I had to come live in a state that has the, that sort of. Uh, Thank you, Red. Of course. But, but look, hold on, hold on, hold on. Our IP attorney is black, okay. right? You talking about o, did name, our Kobe, or whatever his name is? Brother's name will start with a K. Brother Amadou. No, Brother that, Amadou. that's our. I'm going to do right. Our investor, okay, Koki, okay. is black. He has one. He lives on a one acre property in Northwest D.C. Nobody I mean, has a one acre property. But he, listen, he's considered a VC. I'm talking about angel investors. Lower so, but, than but, that. But, but listen to what I'm saying. And I'm going I'm to be quiet for a minute after this. Right. No, I, had one, no, I had one of the most racist comments ever in my f- almost 40 years of life said Boy. to me today. Boy. Right. Right. I got to He said, damn. Look, 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 I am old and I love it, right? But <laughs> I look good because that melanin don't crack, my dude. But look. <laughs> don't rub it dude, in. Don't rub dude, it in. A, a dude said to me some crazy stuff. It was yesterday, matter of fact. Crazy stuff, right? And so I'm looking like, yo, I should choke this dude, right? I should knock his ass out. But I'm like, I got to play it cool, right? So. I he hit you back cool with someone who does not look like. Can you tell us what he right. said? I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell you what I what he said you know what? on if here. You're not gonna say, if you're not going to say, I'm going to have to take you out of spotlight. Hey, listen, but listen to what I'm saying though. He is in, spoken. He is in charge of making sure that we get what we need, so we can have all the money that that we want. If we don't have access to certain stuff, then. We like it don't matter, you know okay. what I'm saying? And, so like it don't hold matter. Hold so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is that dude on, that's, on, that's a potential racist is in control of your whole future. He's he's in control of stuff for us to move forward, right? Hold on. Hold on. Hold that thought, Randy. You didn't put me hold on the spot. I know where you're going. These gummies up so I can wake up tomorrow. <laughs> 
Hold on. Now, hold on. Now, now, Mac, Philly Mac has something he wanted. He had raised his hand. I'm going to give Mac the floor. Go on, I mean, Mac. No, Before I was, you I go in, Ren. But the point, I believe your point was saying, I was listening to Sean very intensely. Um, <laughs> he made sure. He listen, got close bro, to the camera. I, I, I was. But what I'm yeah, let, let, let him go because I, I didn't lost my chance. I'll be trying to hold, I don't be trying to cut nobody off. And I'll be all right, y'all. Drew still got his hand up, too. Okay, okay, Drew. All right, so I've said this yeah, on every sure. line that I've right. up, and this is something that has to be said. And okay, I've said it on you know, all that jazz. The biggest thing is this like, for us here at Liquid Intrusion, yes, there's black investors, that's dope, that's great, right. I want the entire ecosystem to be black. Right. I want my hot farm. Yes. Complete vertical and horizontal consolidation for minority efforts. To be black. I want my chemists and biologists that's processing yeast to be black. And I want my influencers to be black. So exactly. that's something that we really need to work on right we now. Because here, here's another thing. Exactly. This is Jim, and exactly. this is why I've been very, very passionate of having my hand up. Because, yes, there's barrel and flow. There's Blacktoberfest. Why isn't there a beer fest during February? Thank you. Mm. So, it's funny you say I talk. Well, I'm trying to build one like, on Juneteenth. I'm just especially saying. Especially in places. We got one coming on like, Juneteenth. Hold on, hold on. We're here. But, especially but, in places like do. We do. We do. We got some coming on Juneteenth. I'll be on vacation that week. I turned 40 uh, that weekend. But yeah. here's the thing. Oh, shit. Drew, Happy Well, here's the thing. Like Drew said, why do we not have one in, Fle in February, especially in cities like Detroit, Atlanta? Inglewood. You think about they the don't got the is. money. They do have no, 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 I want the jacket so I can pull up in it properly. That's all I'm saying. But but for <laughs> Mac for Mac to take the liberty and say, hey, Juneteenth, I'm doing this shit. How come somebody hasn't said and maybe I should be channeling myself? Maybe I should be mad at myself exactly. because I haven't exactly. said, you know what I mean? Oh fuck, why the fuck haven't we done this shit during fucking February? Right? They don't have mm -hmm. the money. They don't have the money. The nope. money is the money nope. is there, nope. yes, but you have nope. to consolidate it. No, no, you, you know have what? to consolidate it. What I'm gonna stop talking because no, the I'm shit that y'all saying is just not true. The no, article came listen. out and said, Nope, hold on, hold on. Nope, I'm gonna mute you again. So I'm gonna tell I'm gonna hang up. Hold on, listen. Here's my thing I'm gonna say before you go in. You just sat here and said on a few minutes ago. That you have black investors who are millionaires. So you cannot sit here and say that the money is not there. Okay. Right. We have a large collector that could invest in it. The problem is, is again, people are afraid to. There may be right. challenges in a way. So again, we got to pull in additional resources for it. But before, I'm not going to continue on with it because I'm going to give Sizzle an opportunity because he's been trying to say something. Now you got to let me reply to that. You got to let me reply. I'm going to let you that. reply, but I want to get let oh. Sizzle have this moment real quick. So, no, no, couple things. I want to go back. If you don't have somebody black making your, your swag, you can holler at Fortune over Fame. There we go. Okay. That's who does our shit over here. Uh, if they don't do it, we got a female owned business that does it. 
right? Quick question: Are the hats uh uh for 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 all my my uh my lock-headed people? Are they starter hats? Or because <laughs> you know the starter hats don't fit around the locks. You know they what I'm do saying? not. That's why I had to I had to deny. You know what I'm saying? The folks beforehand. So we oh, so know, like, what's, so uh, he does a variety of hats. It depends on what style it. you need. We can get the dad hats. We can get the fitted. We can get the snapbacks. We talking about the snapbacks, but it's a certain brand of snapbacks, right? Holla, listen, I don't, I don't know that side. I come up with ideas, and they make it happen. So <laughs> you're gonna hit up Fortune over Fame. That's them. Fortune right? over Fame. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. out of, uh, they're out of we'll Florida. Put that in the chat. But we went to the Definitely. same high school, so Ooh, okay. Y'all can hit them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my man Raheem runs that joint. He does really well with his shit. That was the first thing I had to drop. Right, True. definitely. We already do a Ju- Juneteenth party over here. The city of Gahanna, which is the suburb that I'm in, asked us to put on a beer fest over here. They want a beer fest in our in this city, but to do it the way we would do it, they don't have the space. Was the thing that we ran into. <laughs> so now we got to go into like Columbus proper and do a thing. But we definitely working on it. We also have this thing that we call the Around the Block Tour. That's a sipping with sizzle project where I'm gonna be pulling up in y'all cities. So be ready with a list of five black owned establishments that we can roll up on when I come into town. Because we're gonna take black people, put them in black SUVs, and <laughs> ride around town and put our money in the black owned establishments in all y'all cities. Have some colors when you come to Philly, bro. Don't don't come in no black SUV, man. But that's it's how we get down here. That's how we get down. They got they're gonna feel like the feds pulling up when we come through. I was about to say Dang, the same thing. It's gonna work that, here that, in the that's DMV. How you the way. That's what they do. That's how you in Buffalo, if you pulling up to a black neighborhood, it's in the hood. We don't, we don't, we don't live good Listen here in Buffalo. That's why I said Sean lived different. I, w- I want but his thing for living in DC, living in Maryland. Oh, he went away. You see that he Sean actually. Did y'all mute him, Sean? Did y'all mute Sean? Because so, no, he he so, so, so there, there's a difference when it comes to Maryland, right? Because because Sean is north of DC and he's in Moco, and Moco, like you said, the most popular county. I'm in right. PG County. It's the PG, most, the richest county out there, motherfucker, yo. The, the yeah, most that's what I heard. predominantly yes. black county yes. in the state. And, you know, it, it works. But, like, also, the beer scene is more strict in Montgomery County. And Sean has to go through a bunch of shit in Montgomery yes. County. It is the mm-hmm. only four-tier system in the United States. So here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here, here, here is the here is what I wanted to say because I listen to everybody. I, I forget my chain of thought. So one, the first thing I wanted to I wanted to point out um, when it comes to the to, to the black community, uh, we have this 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 preconceived notion that we are going to get people that's going to invest in us that have known us for years that that know exactly what we're doing, blase blase blah. and some of us met. But nine times out of ten, like when I'm looking at a brother like Sizzle, me and him have talked about moves that that's about to be made, and I I I know that brother from last year. You see what I'm saying? We just we just happen to have a good link. Um, mm. when it comes to the black community, we are still under the preconceived notion that the we're going to get rich with we have this 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 village mentality. And we think that we're going to get rich and we're going to have the 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 the, the backing from that same village. That's not true. That's a fact. You're going to have you're going to have 
people that look like you that are going to invest in you, but they're not going to be from your village. They're going to be from other people's village, and you have to be able to uh, identify with them. Yes, they're going to look like you. You can find people that look like you to invest in you. Yes, you can. Yes, you can find people that's going to want to build with you the same way. Yes, you can. But they're not going to be your quote-unquote day ones, your quote-unquote sandlot. That's not going to be who it is. It's going to be newcomers. This whole thing about no new friends, you're fucking stupid. You see what I'm saying? I make new friends every time I walk outside. <laughs> like, is it going to be people? I have friends that I know if I really need to do something, uh, you know, crazy, I can call that friend. I know if I really need to put on a suit and tie and go talk to someone speaking the King's English, I need to bring this friend. Um, but that's number one. Number uh, The, the number English? two notion on that was uh, we were talking about I forget who it was. They were, they said something about um, uh, just like bringing di different different uh, 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 festivals and things to their communities. Yes, it it it, it is it is absolutely possible. Um, and this is why I be I, I I really try not to cut people off because I'll forget my chain of thought while people are talking. Um, when it comes to joining and having these these different uh, venues, like when we're talking about Juneteenth and things of that nature, we 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 we. I'm trying to think of a very very politically correct way to say this. Man, <laughs> don't do it, bro. Just do it. Just say it. Um, turn your code switch we, off. We thank we, you. We we gotta cut these these fucking do nothings the fuck off, bro. Yes. We gotta cut these motherfuckers that. Are just trying to be down um, with with this movement. We have to cut them off. You see, what I'm saying, and I don't, I don't care. It has to be collective, what, though. It has to be collective, like just because, like, and I feel like this is the thing that we don't do because we try to do this out of respect of each other. And I'm, I'm gonna cut in just for a quick second here because I know that we may see something. So here's the thing: something may happen between you and another person. And let's just use the fact that this other this other person is a, a a larger brand. Let's say something may happen between you and this person that doesn't sit well with your soul, right? And you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna mess with this person moving forward. But you don't say anything, right? right? Because you don't want to ruin other relationships with this larger brand. So you bite your tongue, right? And you you choose who's okay. to Matt. give them a heads up on certain things. Now Matt, listen, yes. listen. Now, hold on, now sizzle. I agree with you, but I'm just saying I have seen this happen. You have knows what I'm about to say. So if you blindly agree with me, I appreciate you for that shit. But hold on, well, I'm just gonna say. Here's the thing. I'm just gonna say, based on how you responded. But what I'm getting at is this: is that we have, and that's where again, where I talked about walking that fine line. When do you say something? When when do you don't? And that's my biggest thing. Um, you know, and, th and, th and this is and this is what I brought up. And this is why. Like I said, I, 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 I envy all of you because I, I, I'm not very uh, diverse when it comes to that line of communication. Gotcha. I'm very, uh, how do we say, meet me the fuck outside. <laughs> you're very, you're very um, tribal. I don't I don't really unrefined as they like to call it sometimes, yeah. right? I, mean, I believe I that, that the, the word it, is and gully. It, and it probably could have got the same thing, but because He's I know real about his again, I'm very much <laughs> meet me outside. Okay. Um, 
because I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk about I'm not looking for no insta fame. I'm not looking for no uh and and, and the crazy part is my man Malik, I remember he pulled me to the side. I felt I felt very special and honored when he pulled me to the side at Barrel and Flow and he was just like, "So how how do you move into this game?" He probably think I don't even remember when he asked me that question. Um like, how do you move in this game? And I said, don't ask for permission. Just do it. I'll, I'll ask for forgiveness. I'm not asking for permission. And when it comes to a lot of these people that are in these, these quote-unquote beer influencers, these quote-unquote beer brands, these quote-unquote <laughs> beer breweries that are in these spaces, and when you go and you talk to them um, and you pull their coattails, very, uh, you know, one-on-one. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know... As my man Carlton on on Fresh Prince would say, I'm I'm a very you know, okay. off the hip shooter, bro. See me eye to eye. I want to see your reaction when I pull your car. And when I pull your car, I don't need an audience. It can be one on one. I want I want to talk to you. Facts, man to man. You see what I'm saying? Because as I said, if you feel any type of 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 of, of notion that you know I'm leaping. It's probably real. You can see me outside. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like so, you said, you don't ask for forgiveness, right? You say you're you don't ask for permission. So you say it's rather it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. That's basically the line of of of, of quote that you you live by. Then I'm assuming. Yeah, and okay. I'm gonna say this. Yeah, bro. Let me let me address that real quick. Now I'm gonna say, go ahead, Sizzle. Forgiveness and permission. I rock with that, right? But I definitely. So when we opened up, we brewed a beer called Code Switch. Right, it's a saison, rosemary, sage, thyme, and bay leaves. Delicious. Right? Because we said we were turning our code switch off. We no longer okay. gonna pretend to be what someone else says we have to be to operate in this space. So we made a beer dedicated to doing the same thing because beer originally was not brewed with hops; it was natural herbs and spices. So mm. we did a whole piece on that, and we turned the code switch off on beer as well. But as we were opening up. I refused to do the dog and pony show with any of the liquor reps who came in here. When I told them to bring me your black owned brands, I meant it. They came in here. They sent me a rep who told me that my consumer wanted Remy Martin. And I was like, first off, Fetty Wap ain't from my city. Okay. I mean, I like Remy Martin. You do, right? But guess what they don't have? They don't have like tangible data on the African-American craft beer consumer. So he had no clue what my target demo, what my customers. The want. target demographic. Thank you. They yes. talk about, you know, he what they talk know about that. this. You know why he didn't know? Because there was no data that existed on us. Again, you know no why? No one studies us yet. Thank you. Thank you, right? Susan. Thank they didn't you. know that. So I told him, I said, no, you got to get out of here. And then they sent a black dude in here to talk to me. And he was talking fast. I said, you can talk as fast as you want. I'm listening real slow, motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I get down. And I see y'all. I see you, Drew. I see you. Fifty-six over there. Hey, that's sold out in my state. There's no Uncle Nearest fifty-six or eighty-four in the state of Ohio right now. But I want to get back to it. I did it with that. They sent me the black dude. He came in, and he represents some national brands from a multicultural effort. They want to make an effort to get what they call liquid to lips in a more colorful spectrum. Yes. And they pay for that, right? 
So one of his brands was paying me about 1200 bucks a month to keep three bottles in these spots on my shelf, right? Didn't matter how many of my sold. They just had to have the placement, all right? Um, a full year went by. I talked to this dude. A very popular vodka brand is in his catalog. And he told me, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you because you're a straight shooter. It's hard to get black money out of them. They'll give money for women's stuff. They'll give money for dog stuff. They'll give money for LGBTQ initiatives. But when you I say it's it black is. stuff, they don't want to do it. Yeah, they got colors just like yours, but I'm not going to say their name. Um, but I'll tell you this. When I put those 14 black-owned bars together in a Zoom conference and I had the news come and write an article on it, that brand called a black dude from Detroit and sent him down into my spot. And I was like, now that you're here, I'm going to rock with your brand. Because if I don't, we don't get another you. Exactly. Right? So we're going to support the those in position and the thought leaders in this industry regardless of what brand they represent along the way, right? Yeah, I got a dude, he got De Leon and Ciroc in his catalog, right? But he's the only black dude in his field. So we're going we gonna to rock with him. We're going to carry him. I didn't carry Ciroc last year because Diddy don't own it. Mm. He Thank never you. did. Thank Thank you. Say it again. Thank you. Right? Say it he again. don't own it. Hey, come on, yo, look. Readers are leaders, motherfucker. Grab a book. No, 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 no. no. Uh, You're right. Lead, readers yeah. are leaders, but majority Bro, of people I don't go in that deep. Clubs. I remember when Sirac came out. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I used he's to got a he's got a great teams. profit share, and he's got he creative does. control over the brand. Exactly. But because now, because a black now. dude represents that shit, right? We was like, okay, we're gonna allow that to be in, right? We uh, we let that in because of my man right there. But you know right. what? Because if we don't get what we told him, we, we wouldn't do it unless he bought dollars behind De Leon because that was the black owned brand. Right? We gotta have both. He couldn't he couldn't just like isolate De Leon and bring us Ciroc. And he was like, he's cool with that. So we carry right now, we're up to 30 different bottles from black owned distilleries that sit on our shelves right now. I love it. I right? love it. And unfortunately. The only black-owned brewery that's been on our draft system all year has been Mac. It's just been us and Mac. We had two kegs from Mac, yo. You know, we looking for more because ain't no way in hell Juneteenth is going to come around and anybody but us is going to be on the on the draft. Bro, system. tell me what you wanted. I'll drive it up myself. Listen, I want to ask what you were talking about earlier. Uh, Mac, <laughs> let, me, let me say this, what you were talking about earlier. I know how to toe that line in between was technically politically correct and when to say all right i'm about to pull your ass to the side we're gonna talk man to man i'm very good at that because i'm humble i'm quiet and they don't expect me to do that but when i come to you and i'm always straightforward but when i come to you and i tell you what i'm gonna tell you i don't want to hear no bullshit because then i already heard everything else you had to say now i'm coming to you like a man i'm gonna tell you what it is and if you don't like it as you said, we can take that next step if that's what you're going to so i don't have no problem i got, I got something to say to that you're talking about i got something to say to that no, no, I'm, I'm gonna let, no, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. No, I'm, I'm pretty much done. We almost at the okay. two hour mark. I'm gonna say we, this we do end. Yeah. Right, we gotta get the black nerd shit, yo. You, you probably some blur video game. No, no, shit. no, no this is no, fine. This that is, we ain't even worry about that right this, now. This, 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 this was the best episode we've had 
Yes, I'm gonna say nerd. Our inception, period. It was organic. It was raw. It was love. <laughs> here's the thing. I right, saw Doctor Suss, do your thing. I'm no, here's, here's my thing. Nerd doesn't necessarily mean anything with anime, with gaming, right? Right. With reading, this can mean anything. And I think in this sense, when it comes to business, we don't see that a lot of this when it comes to black people, right? And I think the other thing is when you think about it outside of like influencers, right? We need to talk more about the fact of what we do as black entrepreneurs outside of fashion, outside of, you know, the, the music, yes. you know what I'm yes. sports, like we need to talk yes. about what we're doing with that. Right? Now, here's my thing, Ren, you talk about the fact of, you know, coming to a person man to man. And I think that as black men, a lot of you, right, have had those situations where you guys have had to come to someone and have had to assert yourself in a way to say, look, either we're going to talk about this as men or we're not. But I think the thing, because again, I'm the only female representation on here, there is some differences when we think about how black women have to move in these spaces. And I think, honestly, when we think about the differences between black men and black women, there are some key differences that come up, especially when you think about it from a cultural perspective, right? And I think the thing is, is that when we think about black representation in brewing, you know, when we think about that, I mean, I think that for black women, there are way more hurdles that have to be crossed. Now, I'm not taking away from the black men struggle that happens in breweries. Again, being a black man in this industry, you're already viewed as you shouldn't be here. You're already viewed as someone who might come off a bit aggressive or, wow, you're doing something outside of sports, which, again, we all know that the type of stupid assumptions that are being thrown out there. Right. right. But I do think when it comes to the idea of being supportive of each other and really making sure that we're highlighting the black women who are really pushing this industry as well. Some of you have done a great job with that, right? And I think, again, and Drew, I see you reaching, like, I see that. And, I'm, and I really appreciate all of you who are on here for doing that. From what It's your, your partner, your sister, business partners that you guys have worked with. You guys have done an excellent job in being able to pull your black women with you. And that is something I really want to give you guys props on and give kudos to, because, again, we do not talk enough about the fact that that partnership between black men and black women in this industry and as a whole. So I just wanted to at least throw that out there. But again, I do think that there are some separate struggles that we have to work together collectively to kind of overcome that type of stuff. And so I just wanted to just chime in because like for Libco, we're one of those unicorns because it's a husband and wife operation. My wife is co-owner, co-founder co-head brewer of liquid intrusion right and she comes in she'll do things and like we play off of each other as far as owners as far as like our strengths and our weaknesses but for what it's worth like everything that you just said dr d is like legit facts and it helps us out a lot because you know with my wife that she wants to see we we really say it's all about the liquid but in the same aspect, she understands that she has a she's in a position that's going to come to to the point to where the pink suit, the pink, we expect the pink boot society to be knocking at the door for her because she's brewing a phenomenal IPA right now. Right. Mm. And hey, put their feet to the fire when they knock, though. Fact. True. Ask them to when show you where the dollars go. It's, it's to the point to where, like, you know, we have to make sure that we are. I don't want to say playing the game right as far as, you know, when people come forth, we are making sure that it's beneficial for both sides. But like, you know, with my wife, her biggest thing is that she really doesn't like being a part of 
a part of the line. She doesn't like doing all that that type of stuff. She likes doing things behind the scenes and let me be like the mouthpiece and all that stuff. But in the same aspect, we both own this brewery. And on our website, it says husband and wife own. It says all, all these jazz. And she's just as equal as me. Like, it's 50-50 split down the line. So, you know, if God forbid, I love her to death. But if she chose to leave me, she she got my goddamn ass. But it is what it is. But with that, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Because for, for this business, for this brand, for this company to work, and for us to both believe in it, it's all about the liquid. So we went into it 50-50. I like that. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, Max threw his hand up. Hold on. Oh, no, no. Sis had his hand up before me. Oh, did he? Okay. I just, I just put it back down because I got tired. Oh, you good back there? I'm so, sorry, look, I'm a, um, We talked a lot about what we're doing for our communities as black people, right? And you brought up a good point, Suds. Like you brought up a good point, doctor, right? Uh, a lot of us, like especially, well, these men before me are like bringing their women along with them, right? I'm solo dad swag out here. People don't know it. I'm a single dad. I'm raising five kids at the crib while I'm doing Love that, right? Sheesh. But I'm not ignorant Legend. of what women Legendary. go through every day. So here at Crafted, we did this thing, and I'm putting pressure on everybody in my city to do the same, right? Every bar and restaurant is going to fall in line. We just launched what we call Working Women's Wednesdays because we know that we pay everybody on the appropriate scale. We pay the position, not the not the person or the gender, right? So every every woman doing the job makes the same as the man doing the job. That's not the case everywhere we go. It's so not. we give 20% off from 6 p.m. to close to all the ladies who come in here on Wednesday nights now. Mm. Ooh, yeah. I like that. That if any other bar and restaurant is not doing it, why are you going there? And this is going to stay in place until the wage gap is addressed effectively in our city. Yes, I like and that's it. across the board. Honestly, yes. I mean, so I'm throwing it out there. We doing it. If you need the template, if you need the buyer's guide for how to make this happen and still be profitable for your business, right? Like. I have these notes. We can do this. And, but you and know this what? Is why I fuck, and this is why I fucking love is, individuals. I would say, honestly, that that speaks volumes to me because, like I said, I'm in corporate, right? I'm in big pharma. And seeing the pay gap is ridiculous, honestly. I mean, yeah. having to sit here and fight for and demonstrate why your value is what it is, is, is ridiculous. As a black person and as a woman, it is absolutely ridiculous. So hearing what you're doing in this space and trying to drive awareness in addition to paying the worth of what it is speaks volumes to me, speaks volumes. And I wish I'm trying to do things like that in my space that I'm in right now. But I do think that what you're doing in the space where typically people like us are not shown are not highlighted, are not recognized or not given props to that's that's amazing. So, so I really want to really highlight you for that and give you kudos for that because again that is something that i don't think and we need to do that more of of giving kudos to people who are doing it. and the fact that you're willing to share it that's the other thing that gets me there's an opportunity for you Legend. to make some money out of that but you're like hey let me share that with you because i want to in to enhance our community yeah because the goal isn't for 
us to make a ton of money off of it. It's to bring awareness to the fact that this is an issue that exists in our community. Now, we can't bring awareness to the issue that a lot of black men aren't going to tell you exists, that we don't that we know exists. Right. Where black women are still paid more than us. Like There's a wage gap between black man and black woman. Depending but on the industry, I will say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a wage gap between like, well, black woman and black man in, in industry, right? But there's also like, because like the cisgender white male is so, I don't understand it, how like the one thing that gives us life, the fucking son hates these people, but they manage to rule the fucking world. I don't I mean, that's get what it. I mean. no, that's right. why I never understood Superman. Yeah. I never understood I Superman. I say it all the time. Nobody questions that. Hates these people. Nobody questions that. And, yeah. I, and I got some allied people that I love, but I ask the question all the time. Why yes. is it that it it kills you, but Listen, I absorb man. it all? I, I went to school in the suburbs. You know why? My brothers is I grew up on whole milk. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't but a handful of black girls at my school. So I was on whole milk all day, every day. Listen, high school. <laughs> I'm going to say this before before we end, because we passed two hours. This is the longest live we've ever done. Where, where, where are we meeting I'll, up after this? Yeah, I mean, we can love it. Hold on, hold on. I want everybody to drop, drop something before we be end off. And do not forget, this is going to happen again before this month ends. I'm going to do this again, because I want to highlight y'all again, have these conversations. This is what it's about. So... Uh, Max, say what you right. was gonna say, then I'm gonna let everybody end with something before we end. Exactly, the one liner. We'll have Mac go, and then we'll let everybody end with one, one liner. liner. I had a whole speech I wanted. To <laughs> no, no, you're gonna go. Listen, you're gonna go give Don't your speech. Everybody, no, listen. Here's the thing. Every, you're gonna give your speech, Mac, but then everybody after you is gonna give a one liner. That's what I'm saying. Everybody give um, your speech. Thing I really, I really wanted to say, like all jokes aside, um, and, and again, uh, kudos. This is for that. It's you know, like when I bring my sister along and um and she comes with me with a lot of the brews and stuff like that. Like, no, she she doesn't she doesn't uh help me with anything. She has a lot of influence though. Um and when I look at a lot of these like the pink boots initiatives and things of that nature, and I, I really dig into them. Um, I really dig into them because it's 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 a lot of black women that's in this craft beer industry. And I don't, I don't see them pink boots there, but I ain't gonna say nothing about that. Um, you know, we were like, I, I didn't really have a lot to say. I just wanted to chime in. I just didn't want to be rude to to cut anybody off. Like it's it's when it comes to us and when it comes to uh, uh, male and female, we were talking about the the different like pay scales yes we're talking about different different uh industries but as we're getting into this new year um where we're a month in we're talking about inflation we're talking about uh markets dropping all kinds of stuff we're talking about all of that like i'm seeing like right now as far as black women are concerned and again i'm not saying that everything is a hundred percent Okay, definitely not saying that before I say my next statement. But, <laughs> bro, y'all winning right now. When Listen, comes, we don't have a choice. When That's it comes, the thing when I'm going to add to every that. Industry, though, when it comes to every industry, even on the entrepreneurial side, black women are, are winning because now they, 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 they are seeing 
uh, for lack of a better word, the matrix is seeing what's going on within the black culture and what's going on within the black, within the black family structure and the black family structure is coming together in a whole nother way that has never been uh, brought together since the sixties. And they have to figure out a way to, to, you know, break that, break that apart. Dismantle, dismantle it. Dismantle. And that's happening today because, like they did with the you know, you system. got a lot of weak men. You know Government assistance in general. Let me not say that. I'm yes. not going to say they weak men. I'm going to say they just haven't had the opportunity to find their masculinity. And no, they're enabling that behavior. That's what it is. Yeah. And when it comes to women and, and, and being able to achieve these major goals of being one entrepreneurs, being uh, uh, business owners, being uh, industry leaders down the spectrum. When it comes to to, to, to the African American culture, I try not to say black because it has lack in it. So I want to say can so yeah. <laughs> you know when we, when we when we look at that, um that's yeah, something that was that, I never even thought about that shit. Yo, he's no, but you know what you know what no, you know what but no, you gotta take out the L in there and put the back because we are the backbone of this country, but that's just no me. we again I'm never gonna not say that we're not the backbone, but what I wanna say is Everything that we accomplish, we know that we're the backbone, but I think we spent so many years on trying to be the backbone. We need to identify and let people know that we can do whatever the fuck we put our mind to, you know, and we spent so many years. We spent the Reagan years trying to prove that we can go to college. That's been proven. We can do that. Brother, I mean, we've done that. We've, we've done, done that. We've done that. that for a long time. We know we can get to college. What yes. we need to understand is that no matter what it is, you see what I'm saying? Because we're the only people in the world that feel like we need to follow every fucking rule that has ever been created for us to follow to be successful. But that's but, because hey, the system is set up that way, man. That, exactly. That's the thing. At the end of the day, none of these fucking Fortune 500 companies have been there. Let's look. look we're not even going to talk about all of them. We're just going to talk about liquor. Well, we're two terrorists. Where the fuck did your money come from during depression? During the uh 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 prohibition, great great depression. You were still that. making money. Yeah, we yeah, already they, understand. Did they charge y'all back taxes on that shit? Did, yeah. did, did they put y'all in, in a certain tax bracket because they know you've been in business for you're literally telling us you've been in business for a hundred years? Yes, right. Hey, you're telling years. us you didn't pay taxes on your product for however many years that's but they still, but a lot of them are they still not pay taxes on that. No, but listen, and they still I mean, have to like, accounting degree right here. If y'all need help with that, wait, oh, right, hold, we'll hold on. Hold on. Listen, listen, we have to, we have to, we got to let everybody get base join out and then we got to end because it's over two hours. We've been, we've been vibing <laughs> with our people. We so are home right now and I understand. We're we going to start with, with Black Viking. Yes. Because he's been quiet. I'm shocked. He did, yo. He he promised that he did that shit, yo. Sean is that dude, yo. He did, he muted himself and I am very proud of you, Sean. I got to give you that. Hey, man, I'm a fan Cheers to the culture. That's all I can say. That's all you got to say? Come nah, on. No, you got to tell folks. No, no. Where they can follow you, how to raise more, where the new Wakanda's building. You got to tell us all that. Don't don't be humble. Yeah, don't put the plug in. Come on, man. At Black Viking Bruin on Instagram. That's it. 
That's it. We ain't on Twitter. We you ain't know on what? Facebook. You know what? I'm a, I'm a, you know what? Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we'll I was getting hype before, so I said, let me fall back. Let me fall back. You know what? You know what? And we gonna all talk all to I'm going to say is, stuff. look, when I said earlier that black folks don't got the money, it wasn't that we don't have the money individually. We have the money individually, but collectively, like when I read in the, in the Atlantic, that there's there's a possibility that black folks net worth drops to zero in the year 2050. That's what I'm talking about, right? We talking about disposable income, those type of things. So we got money. We got folks that are lawyers and doctors and entrepreneurs, et cetera, et cetera. But bringing that together, that's a big task. It really is. And that was the point that I was trying to make. Like the amount of stuff that I've heard and experience going out into these different accounts i'm like yo this is wild so yeah i mean just we got to stay we got to stay united like i don't think we really understand the the state of affairs and how dire it is right now you know what i'm saying like individually yeah, yeah we got bread we own houses etc cetera, etc cetera. but collectively <laughs> We in a tough spot right now. But you know what? So. I also, I all, part of me disagree that we're in a tough spot. But I also feel like when you look at who controls the media, the type of narrative that they want to push will always try to keep us in that less than undervalued category. No, I don't listen and to I, that media. I'll listen to no, Owen Martin unfiltered. No, but what I'm getting at is this, though, that narrative of that black men do not care about their kids, that they're not in their child's life. Right. I can speak to that and say that that's not the case because of how my father was. Right. And how you some of you who have kids on this on this actual broadcast here how you guys have interacted with your kids we know that that's not true but they will let you believe that black men are not there that type of narrative like you're talking about how that and i even read that article where they talk about the net worth of blacks right falling to zero and i think it was by 20 2053 exactly i get that that, and i know exactly what you're talking about but a part of me also thinks that there is a play that's happening to try and continue to put us into that undervalued position that's a and thing that I don't like. And I and I feel you, Dr. Denise, but look, what I'm saying is I've been in education for 12, 13 years. Yeah. Right? I've been a teacher. I've worked in higher ed. Now I work for one of the most prominent nonprofit organizations in the country, right? And I work in Northeast and Southeast D.C., right? What I'm saying is like, yeah, there are folks that got PhDs like you, right? But there are kids where I'm like, God damn, like this is going to be rough for you. You know what I'm saying? And so when you really study the numbers, how it costs way more for us to actually obtain a four year degree, those type of things. That's what I'm saying. Like I was at accounts tonight just before I came on to this this meeting and the white dude is saying like, yo, we got people driving down from the city that are like, we don't want to spend twelve ninety nine for a six pack. They got the twelve ninety nine because our beer is very appropriately priced, right? But they just we got to shift the whole mindset. So that's what I was saying earlier. It's not that we don't have the money; we have the money, but we got to bring that together, and that's a Herculean task. That is, I have to. I gotta. I totally agree with you on that. Totally. Let's start with some dollars. Eight balls right here. My much is your much. Right now. Right now. So what we learned. My bad. 
No, no, you're good. So what we learned from Sean at Black Viking is the idea that, again, he's on Instagram. You can check them out. They do have some things in the pipeline that is coming up. And on top of that, building up the Black, you know, collective, building up the Black yes. funds is, is essential at this point. Wakanda so, of Maryland. Fizzle, what do you want to add? So first off, tell people where they can find you again. What Yo, you got so the pipeline and what's your one-liner? It's Crafted Culture Brewing Company on Facebook. At Craft the Culture on Twitter, at Craft the Culture Ohio on Instagram, and we about to be on some shit that um, I'm gonna drop it, Mac. Fuck this shit, yo. We about <laughs> to be on some shit that ain't nobody been on. Uh, beer the change is bigger than just a statement. It's bigger than just a uh, a moment in time. Like beer the change is an educational tool that we will launch as a nonprofit this year. Not only will we launch it as a nonprofit organization dedicated to teaching. Uh, minorities, how to get into this industry and how to extract dollars out of this industry and put them back into our community for positive change. But it will also become a brew school. I was just approached by another city in my state asking me if I would help them put a Black-owned brewery in their shit. And I said, I'll give you a Black-owned brewery, but only if you give me a production facility. Yes. Because when... All my man's out this way when Mac is like, yo, look, I got to drop 20 barrels of Mac IPA. There you go. The space to do that in. That's the not leverage. Leverage your network. Shit is keeping that money in the community. So that yes. when Andrew is like, yo, look. Reinvesting. Exactly. Yo, look, this is, we are the siphon. We are the cycle. We are black history. We are the dream. This is Crafted Culture Brewing Company. And if you thought we was on some bullshit, hmm, <laughs> we've been the shit since we took one. You know what? I like that. About this motherfucker. So yeah, we are. You know what? I got something to talk to you about once we end this live. So, so honestly, that yes. I like that. I like yeah, it yeah. now. That's well, how we. Going... Know. I ain't got shit else to say, yo. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Drew. Drew, what you got? So again, remember, tell people where they can find you. Is there anything you want people to be aware of? And what's your one liner that you want to say? Live Code 2021, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company on Facebook. Like us, all that jazz. Uh, www.libcobeer.com, right? Go on there, sign up to our newsletter, go on underneath the uh, contact section, sign up, put your information in. Because um, although we are going to be contract brewing soon, when we actually get up to the point to where we uh, start applying for this wholesale license, we're going to be selling stickers, and that sticker, you're going to get a complimentary gift, and that gift is going to be a core four, our uh, <laughs> South of D.C. cream ale, our uh, plum basil farmhouse ale, our African queen, her seven seas, IPA. Ooh, uh, ooh I don't have to do that. Okay. So okay. Uh, with that said, be ready come end of the month to purchase a sticker, right? But with yes. that said, you know, no yes. matter what. All this stuff is fine, but at the end of the day, it's all about the liquid, and may the liquid always prevail. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Put that tagline one more time, yeah. Andrew. May the liquid always prevail, because at the I end of the day, to him, dog. look at God. Look, there he go. There we go. I love it. Now, now, Mac, you are to cap this off before Ren and I get in, but. Remember, let people know where they can find you 
what's coming up in the pipeline? You got anything? And what is your one liner? Um, Mac Brewing Co. M A C K Brewing Co. On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I do have a TikTok, but I am nowhere near as instrumental as Libco is. Um, the Let's website check them out. is www.macbrewingco.com. Uh, you know, we got we we got we got our ten percent. We got our ten percent IPA. You know, Drink, drinking like it's a six. You you know it. it is, 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 is you gotta you gotta stay clear. You know, I like to move my head like like it's a legendary so liquid. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie. <laughs> so uh as, as my man Lipco said, man, you know, you order a sticker, we got a free gift coming for you. You know what I'm saying? This is six love that. and we and we and we coming for like that. Is that uh, free gift a jacket? <laughs> oh, the free gift. You know what the crazy part is? I offered you. I because uh, I, I I just I just remember. I offered you that jacket. Yes. I mean, if you get good with a jacket, you owe me beer. <laughs> Listen, I know, oh, but you know what? Listen. You owe both of us beer if you get beer with a jacket. <laughs> I offered the jacket, but um, you need the jacket. I know, and I and I I don't know if my email went through, but that's a different story. I will follow up with you at the show. After the show. So don't um, air dirty laundry. It's it's mm, definitely just Mac M A C K Brewing Co. Uh, anything that you need to find from us, um, you know, we have the Mac IPA. Uh, I don't know exactly when I'm going to drop the lemongrass and honey ale. That's you our 14% to. that's going to hit. And we're about to switch over from the six pack of the Mac IPA to a six pack of three and three of the Mac IPA, which is 10% to three of those and three of our last of the Mohicans, which is our lemongrass and honey ale, coming in at 14%. Um, as I said, offline, we have a 10% stout that's not even, it's not a part of anything that we have coming out, but we do have a collective coming out with, mm. with, with these fine brothers. Are uh, we going with that? I'm not saying anything else because nobody put put the emphasis on it. So I'm not going to say what exactly it is. Don't, but I'm going don't. to say drop it when it's a, ready. Huh? But it's my drop fault. It it's my fault. It's my fault. So you say you want me to say it? No, no, no. No, you no, want no, me to no. say it. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, I'm not saying it. What I'm saying on it though. Um listen, I am a high gravity guy, 10% or better. Uh, I like you to sip slow and appreciate what we got going on. That's my one line. I'm done. All right. Well, with that being said, Ren, is there anything you want to add as we sign off on this two and a half yeah. or two? Yeah, basically two and a half hour session. Yeah, listen, this was the best live we've had since our inception. It was Black Brewers. We are talking yes. about one of the things that we enjoy. We are honoring and showcasing and highlighting people in the industry and brothers and sisters that we rock with heavily. We're talking about craft and culture. We're talking about Libco. We're talking about Black Viking Brewing. We're talking about Mac Brewing Co. And we're talking about my man Mac from Big Ditch. Big we are Ditch. highlighting and representing all of that. And this episode, to me, it hit dearly. It resonated within myself. And it's something that I like to repeat again sometime, if not this month, maybe next yeah. month if y'all all are free. But the point is to, to show all that. Like, 
the point is to show all of that and make sure that people know where we stand and that we are united that yeah we're, we're not a monolith but we are together and that is more important than anything i thank you guys for coming to our live i'm definitely yes. humbled and i'm honored for y'all being here i appreciate all the love and drew look for the reviews coming out and uh you're gonna see a special t-shirt in these videos coming I out like after that too hey i dropped my bag in the chat give me addresses so i can send these hats out Thank uh, you. Someone's doing it If y'all fuck around and catch me on a good day, it might be some beer with your hat. Yeah. Oh, listen, listen. I'm about I'm to hit you right now. Hold on, hold on. The only thing I want to add is I want to say thank you guys for taking time out of your busy schedules. All of you who stated you guys are doing amazing things within the industry and even outside of this. So I want to thank all of you for spending time with especially two and a half hours with us on a Friday night. You guys got lives. You guys got significant others or whatever. Nobody about to give me divorce, man. Listen, I'm, I'm a divorcee. So listen, I, I understand where you're coming from. but I got I mean, one of those too, yo. Listen, so we got a divorce gang going on here. I like the hashtag divorce gang. But I will say this. Hey, divorce, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> listen, will, listen, before you go into that, Drew, I do want to give you guys kudos for at least taking time out of your busy schedules to do this with us. And again, like we, we've been doing this for a while on Black Nerd Fridays, and it's great to finally have outside of Black creators, having Black creators within the brewing industry, especially since we highlight all types of beers on our show. So thank you very much for coming on the show. For anyone who's going to follow, the, like listen to this, make sure you follow every brand that's been put on today and make sure you guys show love, buy any of their merch, buy any of their beer, look out for them, highlight them share them across different channels and really especially during black history Month. So i don't want to hear anybody saying Thanks. i didn't know so i just want to say again thank you guys for joining us thank you guys for watching and we will end this broadcast and we will see you guys next time this show right, is legendary. Legendary. legendary yo Rick.